Let's go. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Freshly Awoken Podcast number 11. We're in double digits, guys. Number We're 11. Double wow. Digits. Moving we, quick. Yeah. We're here to talk about social skills tonight, joined by five other lovely people. Um, first of all, the co-host, Mr. Woke TV. How are you going this week, Woke? I'm doing great fresh. Thanks for the uh, thanks for introing me. Uh, yeah, you guys all know who I am, Mr. Woke TV. Uh, I stream on Twitch, although I haven't been streaming much over the last couple of weeks. Mm, that's true. Um, however, I have negotiated with work and I've got I've locked down uh, actually a stream schedule and uh, not starting this week but starting next week and i'll 100 percent be streaming monday nights and uh wednesday nights guaranteed that's, that's good uh plus the podcast obviously every second week with all of you lovely people so that's pretty cool um you guys know me pretty well but uh yeah i love streaming i work in hospitality and yeah we're bringing back uh beer reviews so um i have a beer to intro today at four seasons lager by rocky ridge Beautiful. Yeah. All right, moving right and, along. Uh, uh, fly as to to works uh, right of screen. Need one fly as. I'm doing great, mate. I've got the uh, moak blonde. What's it? The moak blonde. The moak blonde. It's like surely a you there. say that like mocky. Mocky. mocky? No, that sounds better. You're a little bit. Well, of a no, I thought blonde. I thought it was mocky, but then some Belgian person like two days ago called me an idiot. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Nice. Uh, Louis, how you doing, mate? Nice. I'm doing excellent. I actually have a beer this time, not yeah. a whiskey that someone gave me. Um, just your classic Heineken, nothing too serious. Oh, good. Nice. I enjoy it. And you stream, don't you, Louis? Um... Yes, I do. Um, I'm trying to get into it, but I work at Nando's, so a lot of my time is all over the place. So I've never had a proper schedule, and it's probably after 12 um, midnight that I do start streaming, so... No one ever like sees it, um, but yeah, no, I'm a graphic designer for anyone and everything. So, That's um, sick. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, I mean, his main. <laughs> Man, what's no... your main graphic design job, Louis? Um, so, I'm graphic designer for Twitch Melbourne and Twitch Brisbane. So, nice. I do all the posters for the um, the community meetups and all that kind of stuff. And currently, got uh, the role of a content manager for a uh, new organisation that I'm a part of. So. Nice. Yeah. It's all happening. Good. Um another streamer underneath him, uh Spicy Mayo, sipping on Hello. the whiskey. <laughs> I'm indeed I've got a JB whiskey here. Um so my name is Spicy. I stream three days a week, just play like RPGs and stuff. And yeah, I work on IT support and that's basically my week. Um the week was good, it was chill, and now I'm just cruising finishing for the year. But yeah, nice to meet you. Thank you for having me. Cool. Nice, thanks for being here, Spicy. Speaking yeah, yeah. of IT support, e girl mm-hmm. cat also works in <laughs> IT support. She'll Why give you an hour yeah. free. My, well, no, not my free. name's Cat. Uh, I don't stream much anymore. Uh, I work full time. Um, yeah, if you've got any tech tech problems, you know, <laughs> feel free to hit me up. Um, I'm I'm a bluey. I'm drinking Heineken. Oh, we got two Heineken. Sorry, are you drinking yeah. Heineken in a Heineken glass? Yeah, boy. Wow. Oh, that is She's one of me. I've only that? got the bottle. Double yeah. trouble. Yeah. She <laughs> saw Louie and was like, that's it. I'm getting a glass. One up, Louis. And last but not least, we got the host, the big man himself. Last but not uh, least. Fresh. Ladies and gentlemen, good day. Um, I'm hello, drinking hello. some, uh, just some Matzo's ginger beer today. 
with in a glass with some ice, so it should be nice. That's a big glass. Yeah, it is a very big good. Glass. With, well, it looks bigger than rum. it actually is. But you put a shot of rum in there, that's the best drink you ever have. Oh, Alrighty, yeah. guys. So um, before oh. we get into the introing the topic, right just from an alcoholic mouth. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, before I into the topic, um, put a shot of uh, beer. For those of us that haven't already, which I think is just me, I'm just gonna crack my beer and uh, yeah, <laughs> we're doing a beer review. That was actually very okay. impressive. Yeah. Well, I, that, I think that's probably the closest we've been. Oh, I can't Pog. open this. Pog. Okay, Pog. yes, good. Targers, right. dude. Um, mm. First things first, drink my beer. Uh, so the topic today, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, social skills. And uh, we wanted to talk a little bit around like um, how we socialize and how things that affect your socializing and stuff like that. Um, this is something that's near and dear to Fresh's heart because he works in a school and he uh, helps kids dealing with these issues all day, every day. Um, but uh, yeah, so just to get us into the thing, I thought I'd pose a question to everybody and see if anybody's got any thoughts on it. How does spending time online affect the way we socialize and treat other people? Mm. Anyone have anything to uh, throw out there? Um, oh. I think that as a culture overall, having, um, the amount of online interaction that we have can be probably a net negative in terms of experience yep. in real life socializing. And I think the big, the biggest example for me was when I was younger, you'd have to go and like, um, talk to people's parents often. If you'd want to like, um, you have to like, um, go on, or even just calling on the phone, you have to call the home phone and be like, Oh, Hey, Mr. Oh. And Mrs. Woke. Um, how you doing? Is Matt there today? And like have that little awkward interaction with the parents, which is good for your social development. Um, but now it's just like, I'll just text work and be like, hey, mate, come out the front and we'll play. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm. yeah. So you think, you think, you think it's, um, wait, sorry. So you were saying oh, having, having that online there, it's, it mm. makes people not interact because with people, because it I sounds think, like you're saying yeah. people still hang out, obviously, yeah. right? Mm, maybe less. I think just overall, it's a little bit, a little bit um, of a negative. Um, obviously there's huge benefits to online interaction. Like I've met so many more people playing video games than in real life. And, uh, and that's a great thing. Yeah. You kind of stop that physical interaction by going and having friends because it's so easy to talk to them online that you don't Mm. actually go outside anymore. Like I can, instead of, you know, going over to my friend's house and just playing, you know, PlayStation two game, like Mm. split screen, we can just sit at home and play online over a discord and not actually see each other. We can just talk to each other online. Yeah, I think that, yeah. that removes the the physical and kind of like. I think um, that video games have played a played a big part in that in that like mm-hmm. that removal of co op, and it was yeah. all around like monetization of video games. They wanted everybody to buy their own copy, but you know, like nowadays, especially in the gaming community, like you, everybody has their own copy, so they own they need their own system, mm. and that forces people to like stay in and not go over your mate's house and play co op yeah. and stuff because you're you've all got to have like your own system there to yeah. play games together and stuff like that which is i think a net negative in terms of that hanging out oh, yeah it is it's a hard one because it even goes to like the positive side as well like if you can look at it like you make very very fair points where we're completely removing that physical aspect of like making the physical effort of going to meet someone mm. but then you also have the benefit of like you get to meet a concentrated focus group in a sense of the people that you interact with on a daily basis so people that you care about you have similar interests so like for example i met yourself and fresh through streaming like i would have never spoken to fresh Mm. when we met because i had no idea like who he is what he does but then i was Mm. like oh we have a common interest in streaming and like putting ourselves out there and challenging ourselves 
and that allowed us to build that community, build that, that bond. Wait, didn't we meet so, randomly at a wedding? <laughs> yeah, no, so the only reason like we went up because yeah, my partner true. introduced me to you because say you're streaming and I just started streaming as oh, well. Yeah, true, true. I'm like, damn, like this guy's like where I want to be in the year's time. Yeah. So mm. let's like talk about that and see like how did you get there? Like that was really good. But at the same time, if that was just over the internet or face to face, then that would completely reduce the possibility of me even talking to him. Yeah, totally. So it's good and bad, but mm. it's cool. Then we went and played some mini golf and had our little oh, little mandate. I think as well though, so like especially talking about Discord, which I mean all of us kind of participate in Discord communities and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, oh really? What's got? Discord? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've never heard of it. Um the that quite often, especially when you're playing video games together, you're still having it's still like a phone call. You know, it's still Yeah. I think I think talking to someone actually physically talking to them rather than just like typing in chat is mm. removes a lot of the <laughs> negative side effects of like just having relationships online because like for example like you me porkins uh and um ragnar fresh this is our mm. like group of friends that we quite often play video games together and stuff like that um we we don't hang out in real life all the time mm. however the relationship is still there because we talk to each other all the time in mm. discords yeah yeah um, if we were just chatting in discords when we did meet in real life, I think it would probably be a little bit more awkward, mm. but because we have actual conversations, um, through discord, like in not, not just text chat, I, like it doesn't feel awkward. So I think yeah. that like, there's something to be said with like actually talking to someone rather than just texting. And there's a difference between those two things. Mm. So there's a connection when you actually speak to someone over voice instead of just mm. typing, because when you're mm -hmm. typing, you can be anyone. But when yeah. it's like, especially video, like you're putting yourself out there, you're, you're showing yourself to the person. It's like, hey, this is me. And then mm. even though it's, it's scary and you can e easily just walk out of the situation, you can like, like portray yourself. And that's like, hey, how are you? This is me. I'm the person you've been speaking to for the past like two months. Yeah. But yeah, mm. I get that. Totally. And that would be like the difference between, like you were saying, obviously you've got text messages and um like when, when you, these days you just have to text me, but because, and, and you don't have to make a phone call anymore. And I, no. I feel like that's what you were saying when you were saying like, oh, the negative things of the internet, but mm. it, as long as you're still having those phone conversations or verbal conversations, I think that reduces a lot of the negative aspects yeah. of mm. moving towards definitely. like text and online chats. I was definitely thinking about it more from, uh, um, sometimes I get stuck in just thinking about it from like a youth perspective, because that's what I think most of the time so i was thinking like mm. in terms of development and that um but yeah for us adults we um like we we're great friends because we we probably wouldn't well me and you and and porkins and and ragnar would definitely not be as good of friends if it wasn't for the internet discord, yeah mm, discord no yeah no 100 100 like i like i knew i knew porkins and you and stuff but if it hadn't been for like playing video games and, and stuff together mm. we our paths would never really have crossed yep and then I went to Baby. PAX to meet Fly and Cat and Louis. Yeah. We had a grand mm. old time. Mm. And Louis's like think... friends with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I kind of, everyone. I think what I kind of get out of internet is like it's a really good way to expand your potential for meeting new people. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. for you to actually like solidify relationships and solidify like friendships, you have to have face-to-face like verbal converse conversations like a lot of them and mm. and ideally like face-to-face -face conversations as well yeah. and like meet up in real life because you never you never as even you never really know someone until you've met them in real life 
you know. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah th- exactly. that's that's literally because that's literally my job right now is talking to people on the phone and then telling them to come in into the shop and then they're completely different in real life <laughs> than they are on the phone. Yeah, it's 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 actually mad. Like they seem because. With phone calls and just texting in general, you don't get to choose what kind of mood they're in at the exact time as well. Mm. So you can call them, you can text them, you know, at a random time, they just heard bad <laughs> news or they just had a bad day, and then you get that side of them as well. Yeah. Mm. And when you meet them, you know, you've made an appointment in that sense to be with them at that point. They've already, they already know, you know, a day or two beforehand that they'll be meeting with you so they adjust themselves in that way that's mm. that's also a whole that's also like towards mm. the whole socializing with them it's it's a lot different in mm. that sense you have a better well, control over the environment is that what you're saying yeah. like you can yeah, control yeah, the yeah, environment yeah. that you're in mm. yeah i get mm. that because yeah if, I, I sometimes pick up the phone call you know to talk to a customer or something like that and i don't know what they've done, you know, today, what, how their day's been today. I, I could be, you know, talking to anyone at that point or any of the emotional sides of them. Mm-hmm. If, they have, if they're having a good day, great, yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, if and they're I, not, I think, you know. I think from that as well is, like, you, you've got, like, a limited pool of, like, social cues that you can pick up from, pick up on. Mm. You know, like, yeah. when, when you're... Like, obviously, if you're just in chat, there's even more reduced. But then in a phone call, you've only really got the voice and the inflections of their voice that, yeah. that change depending on the audio quality. Um, whereas, like, in real life, if you meet someone, you've got, like, the entire spectrum of, like, social yeah. cues that you can mm-hmm. try to pick up yeah. on. You've got their expressions, their body language, Massively. the tone of their voice, um, you know, rather than just what they're saying and how they're saying it or, or in a text chat man a text like oh my goodness text chat is like the worst for like socializing <laughs> you just you don't you Twitch don't know chat. yeah you, yeah exactly i've had so many anyone. like fights with friends because they've like said something so like half-heartedly but someone's taken it the wrong way just because they can't read the connotation of did they mean it with intent or did they mean it as like yeah they just said it because that was like the first thing they said like it wasn't anything second thought of and so yeah that like plays a massive part in like trying to kind of figure out people is <laughs> on on chat it's very difficult having arguments or anything like that over text is just irresponsible in my opinion it's just not yeah i'd agree not, with that yeah definitely. you don't there's no point to... of it there's no you don't neither of you get the status because you both are going to be sitting at your at your device you know, looking at the messages the way you want them to see it, but mm. they're not going to see it that way because they're mm. angry at you. That's, that's, yeah. It's just, oh. yeah. There's no so emotion. You can't convey you can emotion. Yeah. yeah. You also have to take exactly everything with a grain of salt. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You can't yeah. just, like, think that they're, like, 100% angry at you. Like, even if, like, something has happened and your argument has, like, divulged into being something, like, talking like to each other angrily you can't be like oh they're actually really angry you just got to make sure that like what you're reading is yeah. hopefully what they're saying yeah. this, this kind of um it leans into something that i really wanted to talk about is that like um when you're socializing with someone you have to think about um the location that the socializing is having taking place in mm-hmm. and that changes how you will be thinking about and how you would um 
like read people's messages or or whatnot like that and it, it's the same thing so like when you, if you're in a text chat you need to be aware that you're in a text chat so you shouldn't like get angry at someone just because you read something and you need to take it a certain way you need to apply the context of well i'm in a, in a text chat so maybe they didn't mean it that way you know like there's no way for me to know exactly and it's the same thing with like the location that socializing is, is having happening in uh, the the social cues and stuff that you get at like if you're out at a party are vastly different to how you need to react to um social cues and stuff that you get when you're at work yeah for example exactly yeah and there's no exactly. connection there's no like responsibility in that sense so but the way that's massively impacted me when speaking to someone like in this call for example there's five people i've never met before and i'm being exposed to them and talking to them and like presenting myself if anything goes wrong at any point i can feel awkward I can just hit one button and at the click of the button, I'm disconnected. You're not going to see me again. Mm -hmm. So I can no longer, I can remove myself from that situation in a second. And there's no remorse. There's no connection there whatsoever. There's nothing attached. But yeah. like when we met up face to face, like when I went met woke, it was such a cool experience. But at the same time, I'm extremely nervous. Cause like, yeah. how, what, what's their perception of me? How do I present myself? Is this, if I do this, is this awkward? Like, is it what they expected me to be like? But there's so many things that's going through your mind and you can't be like, oh, this is awkward. I'm just going to walk away from this conversation in the yeah, middle of gotta, nowhere. You've just got to sit in the awkwardness. You've got to build that connection. Yeah, that's where yeah. like the social skills come in and the interpersonal yeah, no. skills. Yeah. A hundred percent. And and yeah, and it's like, and it's vastly different. Like you can't, for, like for example, if if you're at a party you you and you everybody's drinking you know that people have like inhibitions that are like loosened a little bit and like for example it would be perfectly acceptable for someone to like hit on you or or something at a party but that would yep. be completely not okay to do at work for example <laughs> yeah you know and yeah. it's like just that's just an example of how like you've got two different like locations that you have to read social and man it's like i think it's like one of the most socializing is one of the most complicated areas that we have 100%. to deal with and it's and it's no surprise to me that we have so many people that struggle with it mm. and why online communities are becoming so popular mm. because there's so many people that go well anything to make socializing just a little bit more tolerable or easy yep. yeah what's well, it's for like the younger generation a lot of it is balance too I'm um, so you, you know, from such a young age, you're exposed to so much, and it's they're obviously, you know, obviously, you know, they're not mature enough to handle it. They don't find the balance, and their entire social identity is practically online. Mm. Yep. And that's like the entire generation coming through. Mm. That. That's hard. That, yeah. Do you think that would be something that we we should like be trying to like combat that? You know, and like. Yeah, well, like people getting online until a certain age, kind of thing, or. I don't know how you'd police it, but obviously it's becoming a problem because, you know, they're not able to identify risks behaviors themselves. And they're yeah, like, the ones, there's no supervision. Mm. Especially like, it's a bit off topic, but I want to touch on it. Like the new Fortnite update, it, it touches <laughs> into that social skills where... I want patch notes. Anything, anything that you do in Fortnite now, you get that instant gratification that you've achieved something. Like if you chop down a tree oh great you got this big achievement they make this big <laughs> event and you feel like you've accomplished something in life and then it's you true. get that dopamine which is just like your biology you can't change that yeah and kids like they don't know that so they get that immediate gratification that they've achieved something they go mm. to school they try and talk to someone try and tell them about it and they're like we don't care mm. and then mm. they have to mm. become used to that and adapt to that like it's this totally isn't like... normal like this is not how i can get it why would i go for the effort of building a relationship with someone where I can go play a video game and get that gratification and feel good about myself. I had Even a, though um, they have no idea why they feel yeah. good. 
I did a training on uh, video game addiction a little while back. And one of the points that was really interesting to me that stuck out was the reasons why people get into gaming um, or become addicted to gaming. And it was, um, and one of the ones that was really interesting was um, there's um, compared to life, which is like, you can have really hard times in your life or really good times. It's a bit of a, like a roller coaster, as we all know. Um, whereas yep. in games and and I see this in a lot of online interactions, it's a, there's a lot of there's a bit of a safety net where mm. um, things are either so in, in gaming either stagnant or you're progressing. You're always like going uphill a bit. You don't often have like really poor experiences. Um, yep. And and similar with um, I mean chatting in a chat room and that kind of thing. There's this like wall of anonymity, I guess, and you and you never have like a super awkward experience yeah yep. no that's so true and that's kind of like what spicy was saying is like if it is a bit awkward you can like make your exit very easily mm, you know yep. and like oh, from exactly. from social interactions online and 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 avoid that awkwardness or like especially in text chat if you're if you're feeling a bit awkward or whatever you just can stop replying and it's not really people don't find that that weird you know and so and then you can come back when you're feeling on top of your game again and like basically restart so there's no there's no punishment for like there's no real punishment for like online social interactions mm. yep. you know there's yeah. only there's only good things mm. you know yeah. there's only the good side of it you don't have any of the potential bad sides of socializing where things go wrong or yeah, you know definitely. you put your foot yeah. in your mouth yeah. or yeah you know, that's someone right. teases your beard and mm. you <laughs> feel really sad and have to run around someone posts a picture of you you know um oh my looking gosh. like a What's homeless person and, and you want to like and you just like definitely <laughs> hide your camera, you know? We say such nice things about your beard too. Flyers <laughs> is totally like immune to me now at this point. <laughs> well, <laughs> something with, with, the, with the only being good things is like, like yes, they're, like, you've got the like, anonymity. You can like, talk online. If you do something in, like, embarrassing, you can leave straight away. Don't worry about it. Um, but a lot of the time when I'm talking to friends and stuff like that and I say something dumb, yeah, it's funny, but mm. like, or if, if it's not funny, mm. um, then they capitalize on it. Like I've had conversations with friends and then they like, I say something really dumb and then they'll type it into a chat, like in a group chat mm. and they'll save what I've said yeah. in that yep. chat. So it's yep. there forever. So it's like never leaving. So yes. as much okay. as it can be a good thing yep. being able to leave, having a text chat where it's logged and it's like archived, you can probably say something really dumb online mm. and someone's taking yeah. a screen grab of it and it's it's, 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 in the, it's, it's in the internet now. That, that is, that is the big negative of it. And um, mm. once again, going back to youth, because that's what I deal with is um, that they, they don't really understand this and they'll do they'll send silly pictures or something and these things are just there forever and it's like and it and it is can be like life ruining in some circumstances so there is yep. big negatives behind it too that that brings sure. on the whole thing it's like those that thing that's going around where you put like a twitter post up and then you put some random famous person's you know twitter tag at the top and say they've said it but it's huh. actually fake it's mm. like that whole thing where it's like, it's not really to do the social thing, but it's just with the whole screenshot of text and then taken mm. out of context and then people just lying what other people are saying and that that whole thing. That's what, yeah. I guess. And yeah. you've got like, have you guys seen like deep fakes? Have we yeah. talked yeah. about that on a podcast? Yeah, we've we've talked about that before. Yeah, we've talked about yeah. that before. Yeah, we've talked about yeah. that before, but yeah, that's, that's pretty terrifying. Um, yeah. When you think about like that anyone can fake your like, not not just your voice, but like your visage, like actual, yeah, yeah. like a video yeah. of you saying yeah. something like mm -hmm. out of context or whatever. That's I watch people that, make that. 
I watch people make that too. with an app on their phone that they can download. They film someone, get yeah. like 10 photos of a random person, and then that maps it onto your face. And you can pretty much, like Snapchat has it it's so easily. Damn. You can like create a fake persona online with photos, sorry, with photos <laughs> um, like it's, online. People are using because it. Because it's online. so easy. Yeah, yeah. Use. By yeah. your friends? Nah, yeah, this is exactly what we're talking about. Um, do you want to, do you want to, um, should we segue a little bit into, uh, bullying? I know that fresh, you put, yep. you wanted to talk a little bit about bullying and, and what did you put? I should when, just, when um, to stand up to bullies? We should just really quickly address cause some people are saying in chat, um, mm. spicy mayo talking about environments and controlling your environment. You're in a bit of a strange environment, mate. What's going on there? What's behind you? Can you explain? <laughs> What's I'm, I'm currently at the courage of the cowardly dog. So <laughs> I've got the great environment. <laughs> like, you know, guys, you know, it so, fits the theme. It fits the theme. Yeah, that's so <laughs> Just got to say hello, that's all. Um, it's been a while, been a while. Yeah, exactly good, good. there. He's doing, right there. Um, what do we no, want to talk about? Should we... Um... Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about um, segueing into bullying just because yeah. we touched on it a little bit and hmm. about it because, um, you know, school kids deal with that kind of stuff every day, hmm. all day, every day. Well, me and Fly were actually talking about bullying um, a little bit, um, like well, probably a couple of months ago now and, hmm. um, and the effects that it has and where um I, i'm always very interested about where lines are with um so um because a lot of a lot of um parents will maybe tell their kids to stand up for themselves which is a brilliant message in itself um but ends up playing out fairly differently when they end up just like cracking some dude in the face who said that they're ugly or whatever like um yeah. mm. I wanna, i'm interested in, in talking about where people say there's lines for where you're meant to retaliate physically if you're never meant to retaliate physically um, is yep. there a certain time that you should stand up for other people who are getting bullied? Um, yeah, what do you guys think about it? It's a hard one. Like, I can speak from personal experience. When I went, like, first moving to Australia from mm. South Africa, as I even now have, like, what, 10 years later, I mumble very, like, often, and I speak extremely fast as well. So that, that's a big thing to deal with. And when I'm moving here, like, when we moved to Australia, we grew up in Kalgoorlie. Um, and in that school, it was, like, a public school. Everyone had their little crowds already formulated. Like, it's such a small town that everyone knows everyone so they you already have that little functions um and like what happened with one of mine was had a good mate we were at a sports carnival and he was kept harassing me kept like trying to like just egging me on get me angry and then he ended up running up and putting like paint on in a hat and then put the hat on top of my head and i was like what the hell like at that point i just flipped because it was just like constantly everyone like teasing me trying me trying to fit in and trying to like make an image of myself and mm. then that resulted in me going like, hey, like, I don't like everyone laughing at me. Mm. I'm going to turn this around and then take their attention away from me. So I walked up and then to this bloke, which I don't, I'm not happy about. I'm not proud of. But like in order at that point, I was like, what, 12 years old? Mm. I was like, I need to get the attention off me. I feel awkward. I feel insecure. So I walked up to this kid. I was like, hey, I don't like that you put um, paint in my hair. I asked you not to. So then I punched him in the face. And mm. then that led to like the next like half an hour of just like fighting between him and me. I punched him. He walked away. Well, he was on the ground for a bit, but then yeah, he walked away. Someone like got angry because I punched him, and then his mate attacked me, and then my mate attacked him, and it just escalated. It was like a little like oh, no. philosophical like, war. like philosophy of like don't like start something because there's always like a reaction to whatever you did, like Newton's law. It always was. escalates, kind of thing. Yeah, it always mm -hmm. escalates, and it was like in a matter of five minutes. And then there's people like I generally cared about, and now everyone's fighting, and I couldn't understand why, and we're like we're physically hurting each other. So it was just, yeah, it was a lot to learn that 
a lot of things can be resolved through communicating. But at that age, like you don't know how to be in touch with your emotions, especially at that time, like you being as a boy, like being in touch with your emotions and saying like, I feel angry because you did this to me. I feel upset because you did this. Like that wasn't respected or even acknowledged. Mm. And even in school was like, it's the worst environment because everyone's trying to find themselves like quote unquote. And like, they don't know who they want to be. So they, they try every area, whether that's being aggressive, whether that's being like by yourself or reading books or trying to find like what you identify as. Mm. It's a very odd space. Yeah. How I you want that, to communicate with one another. I think there's something there in that like um, you most people will try other things first. And I think that mm. violence comes out usually from someone that's been pushed to the extreme. Someone yeah. that's like, that they've tried, they've There's tried saying else. no. Yeah, yeah, they've tried saying no. They've tried everything. And it's like when when someone that's bullying doesn't get the the really obvious, obvious signal of someone being incredibly upset and saying, you stop, like, stop yeah. what you're doing, you know? And like, it's like as overtly obvious as you can put it out there into the world to like stop bullying me and if they don't get that then there's the next step is illogically especially when you're a kid well not it's not logical but like when you're a kid the next step you see is like okay well like i'm at my wits end and like what else can i do make to get this stop. Yeah, yeah what yeah. else can i do to get this kid's attention and like make my point known yeah. and i think it kind of goes physical you mm-hmm. know and so i don't think yeah. i personally obviously once you once you get in control of yourself, I guess it's a lot yeah. easier to avoid those situations or oh, to, to yeah. master your emotions and whatever and, and reason through and be like, okay, I think that I shouldn't, even though I want to hit this guy, like I, I don't believe in that. So I'm just yeah. going to like remove myself yeah. from the situation. Yeah. But when you're a kid, it's, I think you, you don't have the experience to experience to know that and to, to master yourself. And so yeah. it, it seems like the, ne- the logical next step to you when you're a kid is, is, well, I'm at my wit's end. I need to make them understand. And they're not understanding from my direct, obvious communication. And so you, it escalates to violence. Yeah. yeah. Would you mind if we touch on that and try and find that, like, where does that come from? Because in my mind, I'm like, I was trying to justify, I was like, not justify, but understand why I went to that. Because I'm not a violent kid. Like, I, mm. I love everyone. I'm a very, like, physical, like, a physical person. I like meeting people. I like seeing people happy. So that was a big like change in my personality at that stage. I was like, this is not who I want to be at all. And it scared mm. the crap out of me. Um, and I'm like, I started blaming. I was like, well, it's, it's TV. Like I removed myself from watching TV or movies and stuff because it was always aggressive. If you see someone who is not getting the respect that they feel that they deserve, they automatically, as a man, result into violence. Like that's mm. how you demand respect because you show your superior physical dominance, which is like so stupid. It's ridiculous. But that was like how it was portrayed to us as, as kids, especially being from South Africa. Like yeah. the way you show your man is by becoming an engineer, becoming physically dominant. Like <laughs> that's how you show your man, which is absurd, mm. but that's just how it's been. The yeah. tradition for it's so totally, long. it's totally cultural, I think. And um, especially mm. when you're younger, everything, you're such a reflection of, um, you're just like this blank canvas that is a reflection of how you've been. I almost say brought up, but also with um, external like media influences. So I don't mean just parents when I say brought up. And, um, and yeah, and if you, and if you um, keep getting um, brought up like this, or even if it's, we, we do a lot of glorifying of, um, hitting bullies back in in society. I think there's lots of like YouTube videos of like, yeah, karma videos and that. And I remember Justin Bieber brought this dude, this like big dude, big kid on stage who was getting, it was like a terrible video of this kid getting bullied. And then he like smashed this other kid and then, um, Bieber brought him on stage and was like, yeah, you're the bully hitter or whatever. 
Um, yeah, no. So stuff like that. back with mental health numbers. <laughs> I don't understand like where they came from, like because that's the point. I was like, the only reason they're hurting someone is because they've been because hurt themselves. Because they're hurting themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and they, they don't so know how hard. to express themselves. I, I think it's so hard to see that, or like even to know about that. Like, there's no way that when I was a kid, like I had those facts and those numbers, or that I cared about those facts and those numbers about mental health or like what that bully's going through, because all I, all you can see and all I could see when I was growing up and and got bullied a bit was that that I was being bullied and it made me feel like shit, you know? And yep. that's, that's mm. all you really see. And, and I think it'd be it, it, as much as it's like, Oh, we need to educate kids and stuff like that. I don't know if that's necessarily going to help because when someone is bullying you and you feel that shit, you know, you do not care what that yeah, bully no. is going through. Mm. Um, you know? Yeah. I feel like it needs to be socially acceptable for kids to be able to them to step in immediately yeah yeah that's true that's definitely mm. true yes it, i agree like, increasing... a lot now it should never get to the point where you feel so backed into a corner where you need mm. to physically mm. up yourself and i know that's incredibly instinctual instinctual mm. for kids because you know for the last ten thousand years we've been doing our talking with you know fists and swords yeah. and mm. no it's only the last like 500 years where we've been told trebuchets no like yeah like last <laughs> i'm getting bullied hundred years to school i'm gonna bring my catapult <laughs> <laughs> Louis, <laughs> just yeet out of here. Katana, uh, an axe, a sword? No. Yeah. Well, no, they did that like my school back in. Now those kids bring guns. They bring like an actual axe because they started having um like it was a very violent school. Like we had once like it was early in the morning. It was like a Monday morning, beautiful day, and then my mate just got stabbed because they had like a two fight like two kids came to school but they weren't part of the school. Walked Whoa. up, started like mobbing one of my mates. And then the other mate like ran up and pulled out like a shiv, and then that I turned on and then started get, getting him stabbed. It was ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. And then like it was escalated right? to another one. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, he just went to the hospital for a couple of days. But like then it was <laughs> yeah. another one where, like, it was a dance festival, and they're trying to like reduce violence. It was this program they're starting where instead of fighting with your fist, like you fight through dancing, which is like the coolest concept in the <laughs> world. So, so instead of like like selling your like you your hands on, on the dance floor. <laughs> And then like, clearly the guy that's didn't get the moment awesome. and he comes to the festival with like a flipping axe because he got mad at another guy oh, wow. who like started flirting with his girlfriend. I'm like, oh, why do you resort gosh. to an axe? And you're like 15 years old. Where on earth did yeah, you get an axe from? Yeah, that's the thing. Fresh just... take an axe to work? Gosh. It's like their Netflix show. It's like their Netflix show. Um, I started watching. It's just like uh this guy saw it's like a school grounds. They're seniors and he saw like um a couple of boys bullying another guy and he just walks up to them and just like kisses one of them and it's just like you know like you felt the connection too and then just make the whole like everything yeah. just like yeah. awkward and it was just uh, so good, dude. Mm. Uh, it's but it's like the confidence. You have to have that confidence in yourself yeah, and like who yeah, you are. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. But that's the funniest thing. That's I think right, um, yeah. I've seen some videos like that that are really encouraging and like there'll be dudes like scrap out the front of a um, restaurant or something and the waiter will like run out and like offer them pizza or something and it like totally resolves the issue. Um, I always find that <laughs> right. kind of stuff funny and encouraging. But I find that kind of like um, one of those like to completely distract them from the topic. It's like yeah. it's like kids, you know. I think it's I like think surprising. when you're in that situation, you're 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 res you're relying upon like some really base human instincts, you know. Mm. Yep. And you you go back to like you know a child that's crying, for example, and they're just upset. Sometimes they don't like a baby that's crying. They're just upset. They don't necessarily realize or understand what they're upset about. So if you put like a color picture book in front of them, they get distracted. 
mm-hmm. you know and it's the same yeah. thing like you're relying on such base instincts that like if something distracts you even for a moment you kind of like regain your head and your composure yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i often um, find it's helpful to um explain to the younger i mean not the younger the um older um students and people that um if you want to have like a you want to think about your like lasting impact on the situation in the world it's a good thing to do to try not to teach people to continue so if you're um hitting someone back you're just reinforcing that maybe maybe they might leave you alone but they might go pick on someone who's a bit smaller so you're reinforcing that physical is um the right way to do things and then um what is where does that person go you know they go bully someone smaller maybe they grow up and they get into an abusive relationship as an adult it's not a good way to perpetual mm. problem so it's such a primitive like like fallback basically as soon as you feel threatened you fall back to that primitive nature you get angry your mm. judgment gets clouded and you're like well i can't react i'm just gonna punch and hope for the best <laughs> you just start mm. swinging and you're like why and then literally like majority of people i've spoken to that's been in fights like mm-hmm. five minutes after they're like why were i why was i fighting mm-hmm. like what did this achieve all this achieved is like okay i've not got a bruise he's got a bruise i'm gonna see him again tomorrow and then it all starts in the beginning. Like, why can't we just talk about this? Like, hey, I feel upset when you do this. I mm. feel upset when you do this. Oh, mm. Let's have an agreement. I'll buy you lunch and we go from there. Like, which is, which, is what, which is what most adults would facilitate if they got involved. But the problem yeah. is when, when kids or when people don't, they don't have someone get involved to help them out. You know, mm-hmm. they, yeah. it just, yeah. and it just keeps on escalating mm. basically, or like, kind of thing instead of like if, as soon as you get an adult involved they'll be like okay cool first things first you remove yourself from the situation yep. you know and then we need to start some sort of reconciliation where you guys let each other know like like you talk use your words mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, that's kind of like my like well my experience like that is exactly like what you said like my parents like if i ever got into an argument i'd tell my mom I'd be like hey this kid's like being a like a bit of an idiot he's like telling me these stupid things blah 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 like i hate him i hate this blah 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 and she'd be like don't don't feed them don't give them ammo like mm. stop yeah. as much as you can like if you reply to them you're just going to get a reply back like mm. if you just give them their final warning like hey i've had enough of your crap like mm. this is my final saying see you later yeah. Yeah, yeah. um like that's a really good way i've used it so many times in the past just yeah. give them their final like tell them what you want to happen like what you're kind of like how you're doing things and that's it yeah you're yeah. done yeah. with um and all of the time with the physical aspect as well it may be personalized to me because when i was in school from like grade seven i was i've been six foot since grade seven so a lot of my fights were yeah, very short-lived um because <laughs> yeah. anyone that tried to fight me like immediately just like i don't like i don't want to be like the guy oh I beat everyone up at school because i was so tall like no one started fights with me because i was so tall and i guess that's something that a lot of people like kind of don't realize is when you're you know fighting someone or you're, you're having an argument with someone you don't see that you don't see there's a difference between you like if you start a fight with someone way taller than you obviously you're not going to do it so words are the best thing because that's yeah. a level playing field for everyone everyone has a mouth everyone has a brain mm. not many people are six foot not many people um you know are taller than you kind of thing like mm, yeah like that's like the basis of how you probably should start every like or end actually every fight yeah, is by yeah. just talking 
That's so a I think, good idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I think a lot of it comes down to as well how how you're raised and it, like it sounds like you were saying that like your parents kind of encouraged that, Louis. Yeah, my parents yeah. told me you're going to kill someone if you fight them. Don't. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that's, I a, that's like, a. I was always kind of half scared if I was like, oh, if I hit him real hard, maybe I. Oh, maybe I don't want to that out. Well, I mean, it, it's true. It's not. They're not incorrect by saying that, even though mm. you're. You know, like you can not mean something. The amount of people that go to um, jail for manslaughter because they they, oh, exactly. they thought that they were punching lightly or something, and then someone hits their head yep. on the ground and like yep. dies. No, that um, petrifies me. Yeah, but it, but it it's really good that your parents like instilled that in you, and I think I think a lot comes down a lot more responsibility once again like i feel like we touch on this at some point in every podcast that we do comes down to parents and their responsibility to 100 percent yeah. how to react and 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 also how things are dealt with in the home you know like if 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 a mum gets really aggressive and and angry and shouts and stuff when she's angry you know the kid That's is probably going to manifest kid, that yeah, instead of yep. instead or like if they're like if they're hit when they're doing things wrong you know they're potentially going to manifest that when someone else is doing something wrong they go well they need to be physically punished rather than being like using their words and being calm and controlled. my mum does like, this, this is the right thing do to it. do yeah yeah, yep. exactly. Um, so I think a lot of responsibility for physical mm. bullying comes down to um, parent, parent, parenting. I know yeah. you had some. Have um... no, they have no previous experience too, so it's yeah. just like they're only going off what they know. And if their parents yeah. have taught them that, oh, if you do something wrong, you get a smack on the face, like a smack or something like that. That's just gonna, you know, it's terrible. Are you disgusting? <laughs> yeah, mm. but like even um, like touching on what you just said, there's like. With my mates when I first like again come back to Australia because that was the most like recent experience that I had with bullying is experiencing that and like different social cues because in Australia how you show your affection to one another like just bros to bros like you insult one another like that mm. like that relationship there was completely different to me where in South Africa you just like you show respect to them and your affection to them by having as little interaction as possible and respecting them as like okay they're a good person but in Australia you touch on the things like, hey, oh, you've got a big nose or you've got big ears. Like, you take the piss out of one another and that shows like, hey, I noticed mm. you in a sense. Up, mm. yeah. And that was a big thing when I first moved here. Then one of my best mates now for like, what, 14 years? Yeah, that's a really Back good thing to, to cover yeah. actually is the um the ribbing that happens between young lads and yeah, where yeah. that goes. Um, Because it, cause it is very natural and, it, and we, it, it is an Australian culture, like you said, Splice, where we, we kind of like break each other down a bit and you do that with your good friends. Um, but there is I, a I, lot of times that it doesn't doesn't go super well. I have a bit of a theory on this. Um, just because, uh, I mean, I, I got bullied quite a bit growing up just because I was always, I was super, I was always the smallest in the room. Um, yeah. Uh, through early years and now you're really tall how does that happen you're taller than me yeah (laughs) i know well well when i'm in um between uh 15 and 16 between 15 (laughs) and 16 i like i went from being so at the end of the last year i was the shortest in the year and then at the beginning of the next year i was the tallest in the year crazy that's crazy yeah Hmm. but anyway um and and from that obviously i'd kind of I got a sense of what it was like to be the one that like really, really got bullied. And, and I was always like pretty headstrong and, and confident in myself um, or like confident internally. I didn't necessarily, I wasn't, didn't portray, yeah. portray that confidence externally yet. But, um, and I, I knew that I could handle it. I knew that I could 
because I got bullied quite a bit, I was like, okay, I got a bit of a, like, I've got an all right head on my shoulders. I can cop being bullied. And so what I used to do growing up is I used to make myself a target and I still probably do it. I probably don't do it as much these days, but I used to make myself a target for um, like mm -hmm. ridicule because I thought in my mind, I was like, look, if I know I can take it, then better that people are bullying me or, or targeting me rather than targeting someone else who might not be able to take it. Mm -hmm. um, so I, but I've kind of, because of that, I've obviously at certain points in my life got to points where I was being targeted or ridiculed by my mates probably too much and it, and it got to me, you know? Yep. Um, and <laughs> from that, certain times. <laughs> well, okay. I, like, look, I can tell a story. <laughs> look, uh, look, I'll tell the story and you can correct any. So everyone's on a bus, right? Um, I don't know where everyone's going on this bus. Were you, wait, were and, you there? Um, I, it's just one of those things where it's been told so many times and I'm in part of that group that I feel like I was there, but at the same time, I don't think I was. But anyway, I'm just going to say I was there. And everyone was yeah. um, playing... Well, we weren't, it was kind of a game where you just slap people like um, randomly um, for, for no good reason. And um, Matt Not got... Not just slap him, head slap. Yeah, on, like the, on the head. The crown of the head. Yeah, yeah. Bam. That was the oh, like on the oh. on the top. Which hurts? On the top. And it then hurts. um the the final straw for Woke was um was it Spud? No, it was um, Matt. I was just uh, Was it John? John. John. Yeah. Um some, uh, Spud's brother just um just winded up this massive crown slap. Smacked him so hard. It, there was water in his eyes and um Everyone was laughing. Ha, 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 ha. Good job, good job. Right on, John. Um, sat back down. The next, next minute we turn around, he's taken off the head, headrest. You know those headrests which like it's two like metal prongs and then like the cushion? He's taken it off. He's got the prongs and he's coming at John. <laughs> he's about to like neck it, like just, just stab him. Yeah, oh, wow. You, you idiot. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was, that's the extent oh, of the story. Damn, yeah. Damn. Look, I mean, that's not exactly how it went down but I'm, I'm like that's the general gist of the story like i'd been kind of the target of it and i got to the point where i couldn't handle it anymore and i just snapped yeah. because i like over the emotions like got too much for me but back yeah. to my theory on um like the, the ridiculing between mates because like obviously i don't mind i don't mind everybody was getting head slapped and stuff like that but it was when i found or when i felt like i was the sole guess of the attention it was a clear divide yeah. in like yeah and, and i think and i think that's the thing so like it's like people don't mind being ridiculed a little bit like if you're part of a group of friends and like oh we're poking fun at him and now we're poking fun at him but it's if you're part of that group and all of the ridicule is falling onto one person that yeah. person it, it's crossing a line for that person yeah. yeah and that person is feeling like shit usually mm. you know yeah. and and whereas if they see that they got bullied but then the next day someone else gets bullied mm. You know, then then it becomes it's like, ah, oh, we're all mates and we're like shooting shit and I shouldn't take it so personally because everybody it happens yeah. to everybody, you know? Yeah, definitely. But then, like that's never really spoken about because that's one thing like up until like maybe like year nine, year eight, I never knew that that's how it was. I always thought like, hey, they're taking a piss like they hate me. They're touching me because like I'm insecure about this. They don't like this about me. I need to change this about myself for me or in order for me to fit into like, the Australian culture. But I never mm. understood like, hey, they're doing that because they care. Like yeah. they see me as a friend. They see yeah. me as a fellow person. Yeah. Which is yeah, it's different. Like that's never really spoken about. It's just an unspoken rule. It is something that, that should be talked about and explored a bit. I mean, yeah. I think and is that is that more is this Kat, you could probably speak to this a little bit. Is that like a guy thing? Yeah. 
like that Slapping whole, like, each other. Like, do girls like, yeah. do the same thing? Really, so, like, really you girls, girls, like, just talk shit about each other, like, all the time. And then that's how you kind of reinforce being friends. Is Cat's like, also from just, New Zealand. Like, 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 would you make the comment so... that's like, hey, Woke, why do you have a longboard and a skateboard? Can you make up your mind? Like... <laughs> 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 I'm being bullied! <laughs> I, I just want to touch on that whole moving thing. Because I moved here, you know, in the middle of the year. Mm. To New Zealand. Uh, which was like the end of the year. How old were you? For that, for their class. So, I had like, I had no idea how to act, what to do, where my place was. Everyone had their friend groups since primary school, you know. Mm. And then, plus on top of that, the high school I went to was an all-girls school. Mm. So there were no video games talked about. <laughs> there was no. Uh, there was a football. There was a football um, team that I was in, but none of the girls were like interested in anything that I like. We talked about football, yeah, but again, that comes on with the whole. There were some of them were younger than me, so they had their own friends group. Some of them were older than me, so they had their own friend groups. So yeah. I've my whole life with school, especially even in Germany, I felt out of place, like completely. Since I left school, it's been like a lot better because of online and everything. Um, now, getting back to the whole topic about punching each other. Um, <laughs> well, not necessarily was, punching it, each other yeah, or physical, yeah, you know but like, I mean. like even just like ribbing. Physical, yeah. physical um, play, like, yeah. No, not like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, okay, so yeah, well, I'm not even necessarily talking about physical. I'm talking about like even just like um like teasing each other, but like it, mm. it's an affectionate thing, because like and like literally this is every single group of guys that I'm friends with. Yeah, this is something that every single group of them has in common that we all I'm, playfully I'm tease each other and ridicule each other and bully each the other. Most, the 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 extent I think the one thing that we did was um we had a friend who her she had um. She was really, she's really nice, and she, she, we all got along with her and stuff. Like, don't get me wrong, we're all best friends with her. We were best friends with her. But she had a condition with her eyes that uh, she was blind when she was younger, so, like, the bottom of her eyes were quite dark because they were still recovering from that condition. So uh, she kind of looked like um, an emoji. Uh, the, she looked like the moon emoji for a bit. <laughs> um, so, um, and she also liked sausage rolls a lot. So, what we did is we like Photoshop. You know, we just like we just like it's a joking Ooh. thing where we just Photoshop like stuff like that. But we did it to everyone, and then then we made little. We even went to the extent where we put like little badges with our faces on it, and we had mm. like we're walking around with them. Our Photoshop faces and like badges on, but nothing physical in that sense. It's more very um, mm. mentally and emotional, like kind of. But would you take the jab, like as like just Woke said before, like would you take the quick jab, like hey, you're so tall, or hey, big ears, like do you make remarks like that when you're with your no, friends? No, mm. okay. definitely yeah. not. So I find that very. Uh, we I think as a girl group, it's very insensitive to do mm. that. Yeah. Mm. Whereas, like, for example, in, in, in my group of friends, like, if I rock up somewhere and I'm, like, for example, before looking a little bit homeless, you'd be like, oh, look at this, look at this fat slob. Or, like, I have, oh, sorry, mate, I've got some change in my wallet for you. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah, no. that kind of thing is, like, that's so normal, you know, mm -hmm. and, and it's, yeah. 
like I do it to them as well. And like yeah. literally every single group of like male friends, we all do this to each other. Yeah. Um, it also comes with um, like something that on along the lines of like agreeing with you, like saying like our friend, my friend group is probably one of the more brutal friend groups I've ever been a part of. Like throughout my whole life, this group has been the longest, but yet has been the most savage because there's times where I'm like, that's it never talking to these people again these guys are out of my life and then the next week i'm almost like all right guys we're gonna play some games like, <laughs> it's 100 percent like that but in saying that i've always had like the backup of knowing they're my friends like they're not going to say anything mm. truly mm. malicious about me they're gonna tell me like obviously i have hereditary hair loss i'm gonna lose my hair i've started losing it that's why i'm wearing the beanie the amount of times i'm going like i've been like shoved into oh he's gonna be bald and he's like, oh baldy like like 100 all my friends have something along those lines so one of my friends he's like a really high like widow's peak talk shit about yeah. the widow peak one of my friends he's an electrician he always like makes comments about like power lines and stuff like that we're like there's a power line over there mate what's that like what kind of cable is that like it's just 100 yeah. like each person <laughs> in the group has something that we can comment on and it kind of circulates. So we never say, we don't, we don't say anything new, but there's always something that we can get behind and mm. kind of have a, you know, a shot back yeah. at them. And if it, but do you reckon that like builds onto the top? Like for me personally, that helped me develop as a person to see how well, like I'd rather my best mates, the people that have been close to me for the past eight years, take a quick jab at me and me doing something new. Like for example, the streaming, mm. the amount of times that they're ripping <laughs> yeah. me so, so inferior and mm. streaming, yeah, but I'm yeah. like, no one else on the internet can possibly insult me more than the people closest to me because they yeah. know exactly how to jab at me. It yeah. builds up a resilience. It builds up something like exactly. yeah, you yeah. hear it in, in the wild, like you hear it on stream or you hear it by another person that you've had a disagreement with and they comment on like your hair and you're like, oh, mate, nothing I've heard before. Like, <laughs> exactly. it's yeah. just, you're yeah. so immune to some of the jokes. If you keep repeating yep. them to one another, it mm. kind of becomes a joke itself regardless of it being malicious or not like yeah. my yeah. friends can tell me that, I've got, that i'm bald about, like, you know they care yeah exactly like yeah. there's no way that i'm ever going to be like oh he actually doesn't like me because i've got no hair yeah. like <laughs> yeah. it's not gonna be it's not gonna be like that it's like so definitely yeah so i definitely um, think it's an australian thing because here in new zealand i if because I, I i live i currently do live with um boys rather than girls and you know we we do joke about, you know, our imperfections in that way. Like, so, like one of my friends is quite, um, quite, you know, he can be loud at some points, the wrong opinions, and we just make fun of him for his opinions. And that's just, that's just how it is. But if someone makes like a physical, like physical point about someone that they like, they point out, say, your hair is really weird today, or something like that. I yeah. can't really think of anything like today. Shiny right forehead, now. or yeah, like yeah, something like forehead. that. It's just, it's mm. just like <laughs> you think about like, is that necessary? Yeah, is yeah. It, like well, in that sense, I would never think of it on the spot to like point out something because I just think, is it necessary? But that's maybe mm. that's just you know an Australian culture thing that you just do maybe. That, but yeah, but then you also have to address it as well. You have to like, especially with my mates that are in New Zealand. Like majority of my games, my people that I play games with. Like mm. they're from New Zealand, and in the beginning when we started playing, I would take a jab like, "Oh mate, you can't shoot to save your life." Like take a quick jab, quick jab like that, and then you would discuss afterwards, like, because I felt, because I can't, there's no body language, and it's awkward yeah. as hell. Because like I can insult them, and I don't even mean to insult them. I'm just mm. trying to like build that yeah, friendship. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. you have to address, like, come back, like, do the full loop around, like, "Hey, yep. 
I didn't mean to offend you. That's just how I show that I care. That's how yeah. I interact in the game. If yep. it does offend you, please let me know. Yep. And you have I to think... open that barrier of communication. Yeah. And I think that that's an important topic to touch on because like your friends, your really close friends or the people that you're that are that are ridiculing or, or bullying you a little bit yeah. that you're okay with the bullying that or you also see the flip side of like where they care you know or where they go out of their way to help you or you know so you've got that like contrasting view whereas like with someone that's an actual bully you don't have that contrast you don't have that no, oh, you don't want to spend a second conversation with them yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. you don't have that oh they care about me or we're really good friends or um like i spent heaps of time with them it's it an actual bully is someone that like you're completely removed from except for the bad stuff mm, you yeah. know mm. um but yeah I, that that i touched on it before but like that's where i, I think let's get back to like um bullying. like the line and when it's crossed kind of thing and mm, i yeah. i think especially with your groups of friends it gets crossed when you're the sole source of the bullying mm. like when do, when do you feel like you're a punching bag essentially Mm-hmm. And then target, how, do you, yeah. how do you address that without like jeopardizing like your friendship in a sense and how do you determine like is this a real friendship or is it just because they're taking the piss well i think i think it's like i mean it's so easy to say this and it's harder to do but it's all about like addressing yeah you know, like yeah. letting your feelings be known and and talking about it because if you were to bring up to someone hey man like this is how i feel when you say those things i don't really mm-hmm. like it could you stop it yeah and then they say haha no fuck you and they keep joking like, on about the way you just said. Joking yeah. on about it, then they're not a real friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and uh, um and that's when like I mean, uh, fresh, you put on here that you wanted to talk about like uh, losing friends and ending friendships and how. Mm. And uh, this is probably a good segue because like if someone's oh my god, just quickly though before we go there, I want to ask, ask oh, yeah. um Fly's experience because he talked about how much you want to talk. Oh. About, I don't know how much you want to talk about it, but he had some really interesting points when we talked about yeah. it. Yeah, um, I copped it pretty bad um probably when i was a lot younger um physical abuse it lasted for quite a significant amount of time it was quite severe yeah. um lots of i've still got tons of scarring but um for me like obviously because i was targeted by a group of people and for very particular reasons being that i um obviously when i was a kid i'm incredibly dyslexic so i couldn't read and i had i've got two moms so i had lesbian parents so when i was targeted i feel like i couldn't go to adults i didn't really have like a you know a place to go so I couldn't talk to my parents because I felt like that was quite a harmful topic for them. Yeah. And I realized that even at a young age. Um, so for me, obviously I went to straight away, like what I was saying, instinctually, I tried to fight back. I'd always end up losing, didn't win many of those fights. Um, but for me, self-improvement was the thing that fixed it. Yeah. It was like that last, the last thing I went to was self-improvement. And it was just like, you know, constantly improving myself until I wasn't the target anymore. I sort of just like moved that onto someone else. Yeah. So it was just sort of like, you know, pushing, you know, kicking the can down the road or sort of thing. It was just trying mm. to like mm. put myself out of the spotlight so I was no longer like bottom of the food chain. Damn. Yeah. It's hard, man. Like, thank you for sharing that. Like, I'm very, I'm very, very sensitive to anything like that and anyone mm. sharing stuff. So I just want to say, like, mm. it's awkward people, it's over the internet. I appreciate that you shared that. Mm. Yeah. Because, yeah, that. that's hard shit. And like, that you stuck through it because I've lost a lot of people in my life, like, two similar situations. Mm. So, yeah. Thank you for fighting, my dude yeah 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 um you do see that a lot though as well like people kicking the can further down the road and like, yeah i think it's something that um like it's so easy to do or like not so easy to do it's it's like a natural part of trying to make yourself feel better when you're when you're younger that you kind of yeah. like go well it, they're they're doing they feel good from doing it it makes me feel shit but i want to feel good so i'm going to do it to somebody else yeah yeah, yeah. and 
Um, and I and I think it's probably so incredibly difficult to stop yourself from wanting or like from doing that, you know, mm. uh, when you're younger. Yeah. Yeah. Harder to regulate. Yeah. Definitely. But yeah, to touch on that thing we just said before, like losing your friends and saying like cutting off friends in a sense, mm. that's a massive thing. And me, like personally, again, like that happened as soon as you finished high school, the moment you finished year 12, you drastically realize like, who do you care about? And who you don't mm-hmm. care about. Oh, yeah. The friend group drops off significantly. It drops like, a, like, significantly you hang out yeah. with like a hundred people throughout the day <laughs> that you're yep. friends with. But as, at the end of the day, you talk to like two, two or yeah, three yeah, that you yeah. people you'd go out exactly and hang out with. Exactly that, yep. Yeah. And then like, like no one else cares. No one else will respond. No one's going to make an effort. And it's like, why would I spend, I spent the past 12 years with you developing and growing. And now it's like, okay, I'm out. I'm going to make myself. And then you, you try and identify who you are. And you're trying to, as soon as possible, get rid of those people who that doesn't mean anything to you whatsoever. It kind of sorts yeah. itself out as well. I like, I can like say that when I was at school, a lot of my friends kind of like stuck together when we finished school and we kind of tried our best to like, you know, do things together and be friends from further yeah. on. But we all just kind of start getting live. So some of us start moving, some of us start, you know, working full time and not having time to spend mm. with uh, with you because you know you're still doing uni or you're doing um, other things and that can kind of come naturally and it's not about like as like losing friends because you're not spending time with each other because you're you don't want to be friends it's because you just don't yeah. have the time to spend to be friends kind of thing as well but did you so ever have to have that conversation where like you have to develop like for example me and my good mates at the moment they've been with me for a lot of stuff, but like it's literally been 12, 13 years of us like building our friendships mm. and we've been through like breakups and all those like heartache stuff that you just build with your mates. But mm. then the problem was like one of my good mates, um, he works in the mines. I work in computers. We have no communication there. He doesn't play games anymore. We don't have that connection. Mm. I want to start a business and like leave a legacy. He couldn't care less. He just wants to do a nine to five and have a wife and kids. Mm. And like there, there was no connection whatsoever with that friendship. And I was like, well, like, I love you, man, but you're not helping me grow. And I feel like that you're just holding me back in a sense. Like, did you, any, anyone else have to experience anything like that? We have to take that step like, hey, like you're a brother to me, but you're holding me back and wanting what I want to achieve. So you either have to support me or I have to cut you off. Like, did anyone else have to experience that at all? Um, I've I've less so done that and more more done the where I've, where I've gone to someone and been like, hey, man, like this is how I feel. And the response I got back was not really acceptable yeah. and so i was like okay and i didn't i didn't then go back to him again and be like well just so you know like <laughs> yeah. we're yeah. not probably going to be hanging out much anymore yeah. like we just I... stopped hanging out you know i've i've i went through a phase where i was quite sad a lot and obviously they attracted you know friends of mine that i met after school that were also quite you know sad in that way mm. when when I kind of stopped having those faces where I cried a lot and stopped feeling sorry for myself in that sense, I realized, you know, I need to cut a lot of people out for me to actually, con- you know, be happy in that sense. Yeah. Um, I, I cut out let's, a lot of people, a lot of people, even after school. Like, I don't talk to any of my school friends anymore. Um, a lot of friends in where I because I moved here up to Auckland um, from where my parents live at the moment. I barely talk to any of them. 
because yep. it's just it's that 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 stage for my life is behind me and yeah. i still you know have five minute conversation on facebook with them and mm. that's about it but because we don't hang out anymore because we don't you know uh we don't have those 2 a.m mental breakdown depression messages yep. or come over i'm sad type of situations it's just mm. that thinking about it now it's just it was so unnecessary and it's just cutting all those people out. Just it's worth it, honestly. Yeah. That if you get that first instinct that they're not good for you, do it. It it helps you so much. Mm. It's, yep. it's yeah. I've had a situation where I've had to kind of push one friend to the side because I I got a girlfriend oh, back when I left school, and she was really cool for the beginning, and you know I was really happy because we were happy, and I introduced her to my friend group and. Everyone was like, oh, cool, you've got a girlfriend. Like, that's that's pretty standard. One friend didn't appreciate that I had a girlfriend. He kept making jokes and he kept, like, calling out on her looks and calling her ugly. And she liked, um, you know, cosplaying. And so she um, dressed up as certain things and she was – and he's like, oh, she's such a furry because she dresses up. And I was just like, oh, wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't just, like – yeah." make those assumptions but you can't you know call her out for doing something that she likes it got to the point where everyone in the friend group was just like you need to stop like this is just just like nonsense now you're just actually like bullying this person that someone cares about yeah Mm. being a dick had the conversation with them where i said hey if you're not gonna say anything nice i'm not gonna say anything to you blah blah blah. like you need to sort yourself out don't talk to me until you can figure out how to be nice to me or my girlfriend blah 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 and we did and he stopped talking um he told his mom and my mom and his mom were so close and so my mom knew that i had had that conversation with him because they had talked and she's yeah. like oh what are you gonna do i'm like i'm just not gonna talk to him he decides that you know he can't talk to my girlfriend like that blah 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 um and like a whole like nine months nine ten months went past Whoa. where i didn't talk to someone that i've known since like grade five so i've known this guy for like 11 years mm. really thought that you know he was a good friend but he just kept going and going and going and i had to cut off that that friendship even though it was such a strong relationship because he lived a block away from me my whole life and so every afternoon go to his house come on bounce on the trampoline made videos with him played games with him everything when it got too far i had to cut it off all that kind of went down the bin because you know you had to do it but eventually eventually after those months slowly he messaged me like you know every now and then going hey what are you up to do you want to catch up do you want to do something and we got back into the swing of things and by that time obviously i i think i'd broken up with her at that point and um it was a bit on the side of yeah she actually wasn't that good of a girlfriend but in saying that his like statement still didn't stand like he just couldn't talk to me like that um and we're back now back where like we were but there was a nine Solid. ten month separation of us. Yeah, like, and I yeah. think I think it's all about setting standards. You know, mm. like even even with your best friends, you know, like yeah, exactly. no I've one's immune. Said, like you yeah, just because your best friend. To, yeah. yeah, I've definitely said to a good friend of mine before, like, "Hey, man, like that kind of gets to me. Do you mind not doing that?" And like, yeah, at first they thought I was joking, and I was like, "But like, you know, seriously, actually, I'm not okay with it." And they were like, "Oh, okay." Like I didn't realize. Like, no problems, man. Really sorry. Yeah. You know, and like that's that's the the correct reaction, you know. And and I like 
um and but like you need to be able to set standards for your self-worth you know you need to you need to not not for your self-worth you need to have enough self-worth confidence like what are, your like, what are you yeah. standing by yeah yeah exactly and like and believe in who you are enough to be able to go to other people out there and be like yep. hey this is the standard that i expect from you when you're interacting with me you know and like don't set that so low you know some people set it way too low and like i see the people that they hang out with and i'm like wow that person is toxic <laughs> like yep. man i can't believe Just sort of actually friends. figuring out the line of banter yeah. and bullying yeah 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 100 percent um but but what what would you guys say to like um so uh school age kids like people that are in school where where they can't like they can't cut that person out it's all very well to be like well when you leave school you know like you can never um, have to speak to that person. yeah you never have to speak to them again but like it, when you when you're at school you you've got to be with those people in classes together see them in, on the playground every single day all day like how do you how do you facilitate that cutting them out of your um like cutting them out of routine. your life if, if you can't cut them out of your life well a lot of people don't that's why like you leave school and do so much growing as a person and immediately you know you've lost yeah, exactly 75 yeah. percent of the people that you're hanging out with in yeah. high school it's just because you know you're... well i yeah like when my school experience if i had a disagreement with someone if i you know didn't like someone obviously you'd ignore them. You wouldn't speak to them. You'd rotate around their friend group. You'd find other people to talk to. You'd do things you know, differently throughout school. Um, and I think that was easier in school because you had so many options in regards to, or maybe it's personal bias. Like I personally was easily, like I could easily make friends at school because I wasn't, I didn't like have any enemies. So yeah. everyone was kind of like a mutual friend. Like no one was good friends. No one was bad friends. Like they're all level. So I could go and around, like if I had a disagreement with someone, I'll just go find someone else to talk to. It was easy because you're in an environment with, you know, 20 other kids for eight hours a day. Mm. While now if you have a disagreement with one of your friends, it's kind of like the circle's smaller because you don't have that area anymore so like it's harder when you're out of school but in school i would always just try and you know find other things to do other than just like make a problem out of this person yeah mm. is it i have a question because um okay. i i really struggled making friends that you know i actually enjoyed hanging around especially when it comes to girls is it what is it like for boys making friends like what are the steps for you guys what because for girls it's a whole lot of i don't know it's I a lot feel of like fitting in i have a story that is very 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 like not barbaric it's very like primitive in how boys make friends go, go. i went out to um so in in brisbane where i used to live there is a place where all the clubs are called the valley and the valley is a place where everyone goes friday night saturday sunlight it's like a really busy place lots of clubs lots of drinking lots of drunk people and you go out with a group of friends and you have fun i went out one day with a very brightly hawaiian shirt on because that was just how i dressed that night i was like you know what this hawaiian shirt looks good on me i'm gonna go out drinking <laughs> there was some guy at the bar with the exact same shirt and we instantly became friends it was so <laughs> instant that i didn't even know his name at the end of the night but we like hugged each other goodbye when we left the bar and we like made it look like a huge ceremony. Like I would known this guy forever, but like, it was like, we became such good friends 
in maybe 20 minutes. And Guys I don't can know. Just click over like, anything. I don't think girls have. I don't, I don't think you might have that ability, but I guess obviously alcohol was a very big factor because I was drunk. Yeah. I think drunk, you're so. also, um, meeting you in real life, you're also an incredibly personable person and um, just easygoing and like, and, and just like a, not saying this just to like get up your ass or anything weird, but like you're a very like genuinely nice person. So um, yeah. it'd be easier for you. So like yeah. some people do um, really, yeah. really struggle with the, yeah. any like social cues and stuff. And one thing I think that's really, um, I saw like a study about how um, guys and girls make friends and guys very often make friends, friends through play. So you're either on a sporting team with mates or you go and shoot some hoops with mates or even watch games like um, with mates. So I think that that medium is there. And um, and like without it being like super weird, when we went to um, PAX, it was really cool that we all went to the zoo first because it can be really awkward if you just meet people that you've never met in real life for the first time and you're just like, I don't know, like sitting around at the airport and chatting. But um, mm. if you've got like somewhere to go, something to eat there's like a medium for the interaction to take place that takes yeah, yeah. a lot of social pressure off and you know, yeah you can yeah i can get back that, so. And like, so, how how do you get to the stage where you talk to someone who you're friends with like on messenger like every day sort of thing you know you exchange some messages and then you just randomly hang out together mm. how do you get to that stage I've never been at that stage with anyone in my entire life. Like a best friend, I've mm. never had a best friend. I think it's I've had it's a just couple, like... you know, close friends that you hang out and then you hang out with the other person at the same time. Mm. But you've never yep. had I've never had like that other person that you hang out and you have emotional support with and you know, that kind of thing. I've never had that. I don't understand how people do that. It's just... I think I think it's it's a slow build. Obviously, like oh, quite a lot of the relationships that I have that are like that, where where I can actually rely upon them, or literally we can, like I've got a I've got a good mate that um I can literally just sit. We can sit on the couch together. We can be in the room doing completely separate things for like hours and hours on end, not even interacting with each other, and it's not awkward. You know, yeah. and we don't live yeah. together, you know, like, and it, and like, it's not awkward. So I've got, I've got a friend like that. And like, mm. it's a slow build, you know, we didn't always, yeah. we weren't always like that. It wasn't like mm. an instant, oh man, we're so comfortable. Like, yeah, come around my house and like, just chill, you <laughs> yeah. know, mm. it was like, it was a slow build. And like, you, it starts off really slow. It starts off with like that, that we need to have, you have to have something there that you're doing. You know, yeah. we have to be going to the beach. We have to mm. be going out to get food. We have to yeah. be going to see a movie. We have yeah. to be. You know, it's kind of, it's, it's similar to dating someone. It's that same like slow trickle, you know, you like, mm. you start off by like messaging them for the first time, you know, and like, then you call them for the first time. And then you, 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 when you're dating, you always have to be doing activities, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, you do personal things together. So like, yeah, you yeah, go yeah. And make eventually, a activity, you just yeah. go hang out with them. You just yeah. go yeah. and do things. Yeah. And then eventually that comfort level raises, however, and, and this is different to to that kind of if you, if it's a sexual relationship or like someone that you're actually dating this is how it differs someone always has to be the one that makes the first move when it comes to like making it personal yeah but and and that's it's super hard and it's super awkward to like ask someone to, um to to listen to your problems yeah. and um and it's so you've really got to um but but once yeah you've really got to be confident or like find that confidence it's within so yourself scary. To be it's like, literally like asking yeah. someone to marry you like as you said like Man, it's building a relationship it's it's terrifying it's terrifying yeah. but because you open up personally once you once and like usually like if you're if you're 
getting comfortable with someone and like really comfortable to the point where you can kind of like you're hanging out and you're not necessarily doing activities, then you can like, I, I've been like, I've usually it's me. Usually I'm like, look, like I'm not having the best day. You mind if I like, like vent to you, you know? Yeah. And like, once you break that, once someone breaks that, it's like acceptable. Then they, they reciprocate, you know, you reciprocate like it just, and, and, Your it turn, become, my turn. and that just yeah. deepens the relationship further, mm. you know? And that's how I, yeah. I feel like that's how I got to the point with all of my like, mm best friends for lack of a better word it's terrifying and it's difficult and you're not supposed to have like a million of them as well like those friends are very they're not rare but they're far for like for a fair few of them because um like my friend group maybe four or five people the people Mm. that i would actually talk to about my problems four or five people my extended friend group that i just talk and play games with like you know hundreds and hundreds through twitch and you know discord (laughs) and like that i can talk to anyone but the Mm. people that i'd actually ring maybe two or three people yeah, like it's 100%. not going to be you know you're not going to have to worry because oh i haven't made friends with anyone it's just like you know, it takes time and you're going to find someone that actually just does the same thing back to you over and over yeah. again and it's like a process it isn't like overnight that you're going to be talking about like feelings and stuff like that yeah. it's going to be um like a couple of my instances have been like tragedy so one of my good friends she was like nearly 14 she died of cancer I cried in the oh. Discord with my friends because I found out as that happened and mm, that like kind of bonded everyone at that single moment. Right. So like that is how one way, like yeah. I've made like deep connections with friends, but it takes time. It's like mm. um, repetitive as well. You've got to keep doing it. You can't be like, oh, I've talked to you this week. I'm going to wait till next week to talk to you. It's just like every mm. other day you can talk to this person. Something yeah. that I'm really but- bad at is when I get to a certain point with friends, um almost lock them in and i'm like all right that like work's gonna be my friend and i and i don't put in a good amount of like time or effort to cultivate friendships often and um it's with like also with like my parents and like family and that kind of thing and i and i'm just like um yeah they're always gonna be here for me they're always gonna love me um (laughs) i'll just like you know hang with and i and i like keep meeting new people and i love being new people and more friends more friends but like once i've like locked someone in i'm like ah they're my friend and it's that's like good. if you, you're playing a game, you just like unlocked an achievement. Like, oh, yeah. that's always going to be there now. Friend status. Yeah. 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 Like, no, no, as no. You I, asked, yeah. Kat, like, as you, like, uh, the question was, like, do we do it every day? Like, I've got my best mate, and he lives in Canada at the moment. And I'll speak to him maybe, like, once every three months. He's mm. gone for a year now. He's still my best mate in the world. Mm. But, like, I don't get to see him at all, probably for, like, a week or two. But mm. even that, like, you don't have that need to talk to him. But, you know, for a fact, regardless of when it is, what time it is, where you are, you can send them a message, you know, for the fact that they'll respond the next morning. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, woke, mm. woke, like he definitely touched on it where it's a relationship. Like when I first met him, I hated a bloke. Like he was the one kid mm. who kept like bullying me. Like he was my biggest bully and my first ever bully when I moved to Australia. Like in year seven, like he kept bullying me and I hated mm. him for that. But that's Dude. him because he had a horrific childhood and he was oh, taking yeah. that on me. And that only, the only reason we became friends is because my best friend at the time, he was best friends with that kid, with Daniel. And then Thomas left us to go to another school. And I was like, well, shit, like, I don't know anyone else. I only know my best friend's friend. So I guess we're just going to have to become friends now. Yeah. And then that led to us becoming even better friends than they, they were. And it's just like, it's the weirdest thing. I, I was like a similar situation. Like one of, one of my like people that I would consider like a best friend, he, when we first met each other, it was like, um, I had moved over to Sydney and first day on school, the teacher that was like walking to me to my first class to show me around was like, Oh, um, 
this guy, hey, sorry, this guy's new. He's in your year. Do you mind showing him around? And he, that first year, he hated me and I hated <laughs> him, you know? And like, but our, our relationship didn't develop out of that, um, like bullying hatred. It was no. like, we we had a, quite a lot in common and that's how we developed our relationship. But Kat, in answer to your question, it's not like, I don't think it's something you need to be like overly stressed about. Like I'm I'm almost 30 years old and I've only got like two people that I would consider in that like kind of bracket of like people that I would like, like share friend. anything and everything yeah. with, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so like, like, don't like, don't worry about the fact yeah. that you, you don't necessarily have yep. like someone like that, you know, like it comes, you meet people like, and that's, I think that is actually a good thing about online interactions is that you're broadening your scope of people that you interact with to try yep. to like, potentially you might find those people online, you know? Yeah. And that's more likely as well, because you can open yourself up to that as well. It's where, because you meet so many people and like it comes to that thing again, like making that first connection, taking that first step, as you said, mm -hmm. Walk. It's like, that's the scariest shit in the world. It's because if it goes south, that's like at least a year, two years of you, you're invested into your best friend that you see as your best friend. But if they don't respond in the same way, like they had a bad day and you ask them to be there for you, like in your worst times and they can't be there at that point in time, then you'll feel like absolute crap, mm. but you have to take that leap because when anything that you do, you have to get like to put the sacrifice to get the reward. Like mm. even yeah. in, like, again, like touching on like the marriage subject, because that's how I see like your best friendship is like in order for you, like when they say propose, you have to take three months salary because that is seen as a significant sacrifice because in the primal times, like when you go to offer yourselves to someone, it has to be a difficult, it has to be a sacrifice for you personally in order for, to you, for them to accept it. Because if any bird can just propose to someone or propose to the person, then it's like, it, there's no significance behind it. But if it's a genuine sacrifice and you're opening yourself up personally to that person and they can now take that, turn it around and tease you about it for the rest of your life, like you're opening yourself up to that. You have to take that sacrifice to build that personal connection, which is yeah. like everlasting in my opinion. Yeah. Mm. It's a respect yeah, that gets, form gets formed around that. Um, I think that I, I had a, I thought this before, but I think it's interesting about when you're making friends that like um i think cat you said that you i think he said it was like a lot of fitting in i think you said mm. and i i definitely so in in high school especially um uh and and oh, not even in, like towards the latter years of high school but then into my group of friends that was like kind of coming out of school um and um church i was attending church at the time and that group of friends i there was someone in that group of friends that bullied me like n incessantly and um, we really, really disliked each other. And I tolerated that and I put up with it because I really, really was really good friends with everybody else in that group. And I think that's like a, something to be like spoken about is like those situations where you have a really good group of friends, but that doesn't just because you've got like a really good group of friends doesn't mean that you're friends with every single person in that mm. group there's going to be people in the groups that you don't get along with like for example like me fresh porkins you know i don't really like porkins that much but um he's like a part of the group wait you said you don't you really know? like porkins very oh, much wait. are we live <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding that was so um, straight faced uh, that's a, um... but, yeah sorry that's also go. a good segue into like, um, I mean, the way that you delivered that, I think that humor is really, really, really useful in both building friendships and also building mm. um, relationships. It's um, been fairly through like um, 
like surveys and whatever, it's been pretty proven that a lot of people look to be able to laugh with their partner, um, which totally makes sense. It's like one of the most joyful things you can do in life. And um, some jokes, are, it's sometimes people are really bad at um, knowing when to joke or how to joke when you initially meet someone um, mm, yep. or where it's appropriate to joke and, and so tease true. people. Mm-hmm. And um, kid, kids are also pretty bad at it. Um, but like things like um, straight face sarcasm, we all obviously know each other really well. So it's like, well, not really well, but well enough that work can do yeah. that. And we're like, um, and it's good. But um, when you first meet someone, stuff like that is can be like really awkward and really off-putting. Some people who are just, and they're like, oh, I'm just sarcastic. That's what I do. But they don't want to. That was literally me. That. I was just like, oh, fuck, are you really just like, <laughs> you just like call someone Whoa. out. <laughs> I should know better. Yeah, Darren Woke, yeah. poor social skills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and then there's room. like... Um, that's, that's what happens when you work in retail. <laughs> <laughs> then there's like um, self-deprecation, um, I guess you call it. The humor where you like um, make massive, fun of yourself. Man. Which that's which is funny. like, it can be like really, really good. And it can make people really comfortable as well. Especially if you share mm. things about yourself that are maybe a bit... Um, make you yep. a bit vulnerable. Um, but also at the same time, if you do it too much, it can be like a bit of an awkward thing and... Yeah, like if you do it like too much changes. or if you if you take it too far as yeah, well like yeah, if yeah. you if, if if it's something that like to get real with it like, self yeah, yeah you're self-deprecating but actually you shouldn't be you don't you can't self-deprecate yourself about, about certain things, things that you actually yes. are upset yes. about yes totally yeah. because that, because yeah. if, if, if you for if you if for example i was like like ha yeah like i'm i'm a ranger ha ha you know like yeah. Like, but I'm actually really sensitive about um, my ranger. What I'm doing is I'm giving the signal to people that this is something that I'm okay joking about myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, I, I find it funny and I don't mind it. It's kind of something that you can rib me about, you know, like, yeah. but then when, if someone ribbed me and then the next day they were like, oh, you filthy ranger, yeah, you yeah. know? And I was like, internally, I was like, oh my God, like, yeah. oh, fuck, he's calling me a ranger now. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that. Yes. You're just setting yourself up for failure. It's exactly the same for um, teasing as well. And teasing is really important, especially amongst guys. But if you pick certain Mm. traits that they are actually, that's at least borderline of like, they might be insecure about it. That's not a good way to do it. So like um, Law, for example, is like incredible at Fortnite. It's okay to call him Mm. a bot because he's clearly not a bot. And and that's funny. Um, And like, I mean, he shouldn't be insecure about his Fortnite skills because he's really, really good at it. So it's like yep. um there's certain things that and like maybe if a girl was like really tall i wouldn't start teasing her about being tall because that could possibly be something she's insecure yeah. about um yeah it's things different, like, like as you just touched on that work like if you make a joke about it and then everyone else sees it that's okay for you to joke about it now as well mm. like a good mate of mine um at first when i first met him like he made a joke about him um what was it is someone knocked on the door who went to open the door and there was no one there it was like, oh, it looks like my dad knocked because he like his dad walked walked out walked out on him when he was like five years old. Like <laughs> he lost his dad at a very young age, and then he would always take the piss at like his dad not being there and like missing dad jokes essentially. Oh, but yeah. that was his way of communicating, like, oh crap, like I actually care about this. So he and then he never like made that aware to us. And then we would take the piss as well, and then it would actually hurt him. But then he yeah. communicate it. That's po- yeah, so that's that was, that's how he showed that he's hurting his son yep. by taking the yeah. piss. Yeah. Yeah. No, hundred percent. And that that's the exact situation I'm talking about. And and yeah. Fresh is touching on that. Like the whole like joking is so important, but you need to still there's still depth and in, um a way to use it and yep. like a complicated system around um how it works in social settings. Mm. And um like it's just it's so important to know the rules or no not necessarily know the rules, but like 
do the right things mm. otherwise you're going to shoot yourself in the foot or yep, yep, yeah yep. and um yeah teasing i mean we've touched on the teasing quite a bit mm. but um yeah i also and, think and, it's important yeah. with um if you can gauge and this might come across the right wrong way but if you can gauge where people are at in terms of um social status if they're so maybe if people are younger than you or maybe if they're if you already know that they're less secure in a group than you might not be appropriate to like um diss them or tease them initially mm. um it's more appropriate to be building them up um in a funny way or something like that yeah um yeah. as opposed to people who are we're already friends or they're even on a higher social status than you totally can be appropriate to everyone is going to be different like you can't you use the same formula on each people that's something that i've i've definitely learned that um from streaming yeah yeah um initially when i got into it i okay like the way that like i interact with my friends and like i was becoming i felt like i was becoming friendly with quite a lot of the people that were showing up to my stream or that i was engaging with in fresher stream Mm. and the way that i interact with my friends is you know a bit of teasing bit of bullying but there is that there is that disconnect that Mm. quite often they're young they're they're a bit younger than me um they're um they're also like see me as like a bit of like a personality or like someone on there's only one streamer yeah. yeah you know there's only one streamer everybody else is in chat you know so there's there's definitely like a, a power level indifference kind of thing i guess you it's would different say. Like situation yeah different yeah you know and and it took me it actually took me a while to realize that hey it's actually not okay or like it's it's probably not the best idea for me to be ribbing um or like teasing people even though you know like usually if we were just normal friends in real life i think that they could probably handle it but because of the differences in in like the situation, it's not okay for me to do it, and I kind mm. of like stopped doing it as much. Yeah, yep. um, yeah. But really? it took me a while. Even even me, I, I I think that I'm pretty good at picking up social cues and and stuff like that. And it still mm. took me like a good like two or three four months, you yeah, know, to yeah. like kind of figure that out. Mm. Yep. No, no. I think um I think everyone everyone here in real life and everyone on this podcast is pretty pretty sociable. I think. I think um... Hate you. In the podcast questions, I think Frey asked the really good questions. Oh yeah, let's let's get um. Should we do one more topic before we get to questions? Um, what are we yeah. up? Um, yeah, maybe we can spend ten minutes talking about maybe one of Louis's topics, and then we'll um jump oh, to God. the uh, questions. I was I was quite interested with the frenemies one. Frenemies. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So where I work, it's we're all part time. We all have um kind of like um different rosters, and we have to you know work with different people and it's beginning more and more um like obvious to me that some of the people that i work with they're not like i wouldn't call them friends they're people that kind of have the opposite of my um kind of requirements for a friend like they they're not as like you know they laugh at my jokes they don't you know they don't find the same things funny as me um they're a bit more forward with some things or like they you know they're just they're just a bit opposite and that doesn't sit well, but I can't not talk to them or I can't not deal with them because they're a coworker. I have to mm. actually interact with these people. Yep. Um, and it is everywhere. I feel like there's people that you can't avoid that you have to talk to. And there's certain things that I feel like um, you can do to avoid um, having these awkward confrontations. Cause like at one stage of my life, that's all good. Um, at one stage of my life, I had an argument with a coworker, that coworker just, quit like Mm. 100% quit because they couldn't handle the pressure and I felt bad because I was a bit a bit socially stronger than him I guess in Mm. understanding that 
my argument was based on purely professional. I didn't want to deal with him. So I told him to his face, you need to stop, you know, being an idiot. And he couldn't handle it and he quit. And I felt bad because now he was looking for another job. He could have kept it if I just kept my mouth shut kind of thing. Mm. Um, And so that's why I'm saying like dealing with frenemies um, is they're friends, but they're not really like you got to treat them like with respect to a certain extent. And you got to make sure that the people that you're working around aren't um, outcasted or they're not excluded and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, This kind of, I mean, it delves into a little bit of like um, what I was talking in that like there's different social situations or like different social locations that have different socials mm, you know yeah, like exactly, work yeah. work is is a place where and it's similar it's quite a lot of workplaces are similar to like schoolyards where it's like you can't avoid these people you're not friends with them you're just like in the same place together communally trying to like achieve goals you know what mm, i mean and yeah, like exactly. um and well, trying to survive yeah trying to survive trying to earn a buck you know yeah and um and it's similar to school, you know, you need to be, you need to do that kind of like fit in, yeah. um, just apply, um, like, or like be, be nice to everybody or like, you know what I mean? Just because you're never going to be able to not be there together unless one of you quits, you know mm. what I mean? And, and obviously you had that situation where like, you feel like someone quit because of you. It was literally the next day. It was literally yeah. the next day that and I got I'm, a message well, from my manager saying, Hey, what did you say to this person? Because oh, no. they've handed in their two weeks. And I was just like, Oh, I just told him he shouldn't do this one thing that is really annoying. And yeah, yeah, oh, he told me that you like got angry at him for blah blah blah. I'm like, well, I did because it was annoying. Like, yeah, there wasn't there wasn't like a scientific formula to it. I just (coughs) said to him straight up, you shouldn't be doing that, and he just couldn't handle it and crumbled. Mm. Yeah, that's an off mate. Um, yeah, (laughs) I I still think I still think that even in those situations, there's there's definitely room to be setting standards and boundaries and being like, Hey, look, I don't like what you're doing, but it's all about the way that it's done as well. You know, like, it, yeah. it, I definitely doing... did it the wrong way. Cause he quit. Yeah. Like I, obviously yeah. that would have been like the last thing. So mm, no, I've learned from then. Um, I wrote down something as well that kind of ties into this as well. I was like the treat in quotation marks, the treat others as you would like to be treated problem. Mm. And um, what I was kind of going with there is like, you know how people, people always say that like treat people, how you would like to be treated yeah and some people the don't golden rule. do that yeah. as you like at all people people don't do that like you do it as well but then also i found that there's heaps of people out there that actually are fine with being treated a certain way and i, I came across this i really like it when people are very direct with me you know and like mm. um and and a very open and honest even to the brutal extreme where they're like hey man you were shit you know, like that was shit of you to do, like, and I, I really dislike you for it, you know, and I'd be like, oh, cool. Thank you for the feedback. Thank you for letting me know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if I was to apply that to how I dealt with other people, and there have been times where I have, where I've been like, okay, well, I'm fine with people being direct with me. So I'm just going to be direct with everybody. And then the amount of problems that it caused was just <laughs> yeah, like ex- yeah, extreme, no, can, you know? Yeah, and so it's a bit of a problem. And I think, I think really a better piece of advice for people to be would be like, treat everybody like um treat everybody like be be as nice as possible to everybody that you come across mm. you know rather than yeah. like treat people how you like to be treated that's what i was kind yeah. of getting with that and it kind of ties into um like obviously schoolyards and workplace social environments where it's like man treat everybody with as much respect as you possibly can give them mm. even yeah. if they're the worst person in the world and you hate their guts you know yeah. um 
touching back on uh, as well, my group of friends that was like coming out of school and there was that guy in that group that, um, that bullied me quite a bit and we really disliked each other. Um, we had a conversation um, where I was like, look, like you don't like me. I don't like you. Let's stop interacting, but we can still be around each other and be civil, but like, just mm. don't, don't do anything beyond that. And like, mm. we kind of came to a mutual agreement. And so even though we like intensely disliked each other, we, for the, because we both had lots of mutual friends and we hung out all the time together with other people there, we kind of just didn't interact with each other. Or if we did have to, it was like incredibly civil. And there was actually a couple of times where like my group of friends thought it'd be really funny to like put us in a situation where we had to drive together, you know? And, um, and like we shared a car together and we made small talk the whole time about God knows what I can't even remember. And, but it was because we'd already had that conversation about like, Hey, cool. Like, like we, we are just going to be civil together, civil from now on, you know, but like, yeah, don't expect anything more than that. And you don't fucking bully me. <laughs> yeah. Yep. This is really interesting. And in, in saying that, that could only be an upside to getting to know each other. If you're on a, like, like a level playing field. So, you know, your intentions of each other, like, you know, that you hate each, well, not hate each other, but you know, you don't want to like be friends with them after yeah. a car ride, you know, who knows what could happen after you talk and talk and talk and find out like what makes you tick and what, you know what kind of things you can do to change mm, and yeah. like that's honestly like the best way to go around it is just talk to people like there's no other way 100 100 um yep. we should get into some questions because i think a couple of questions are also like uh some of your points about relationship the work uh kind of yeah. touched on in the viewer questions so guys um mm -hmm. exclamation mark question in the chat if you'd like to add a question in um in the discord there's a channel called podcast questions where We've got like, oh, geez, we've got like 10. Okay, so maybe no one else had anymore, but <laughs> you can if you want. Um, first up, Keely asked, um, do we think kids that never experience, this is a great question, never experience bullying and conflict have better or worse social skills? And we kind of tackled that. Worse. Worse. Worse? Yeah, I, I, I think develop that. I think it's it, yeah. it can go both ways. Yeah. All yeah, right, totally. so like if, if you have someone that's been like, intensely intensely bullied to the point of like developing mental health issues mm. then it can be extremely detrimental yep. but yep. i do think that a certain level of bullying <coughs> and teasing and ribbing um gives people um like uh, helps them develop who they are and develop find the confidence in themselves sometimes mm. and especially if they're uh, taught how to deal with it properly as well yes and that i think that's the big clincher is yep. they need to be taught how to deal with it and it needs to be dealt with it needs to be almost facilitated yep. around adults yep definitely rather than left to just being like in the schoolyard just yeah. with people you know you'd never and really that, like say you want you like set up kids to like bully other ones so it wouldn't that wouldn't really no 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 no, no 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 i'm not yeah. saying like facilitated in that way yeah yeah <laughs> free bullying like if, if, if it happens if it happens they need to yep. go to an adult or go to um a parent or whatever that they trust and get advice and get get from the point where it starts happening learn how to manage it from mm. a, like an adult perspective yeah, rather definitely. than just learning to trying to deal with it themselves yeah um yeah okay any other points on that or should we move to the next question mm -hmm. oh, like that. yeah cool all right um um <laughs> okay so bray asks how do you talk to girls in particular can fly give me advice on how to get international gamer grills 
<laughs> international for the, for gamer those of you grills. That, for yeah, those of you that don't know, know Fly I'm and uh, to get myself an international <laughs> Fly and Cat. Excuse me. They're a couple. <laughs> yeah. Can yeah. confirm. Just, and they just met to online. Give a bit of context to that question. Social and they met skills. Yeah. Minecraft um, boycraft, boyfriend and girlfriend. To be honest, I, I would love to hear how to do that. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I, I probably, I'm probably going to go ask Cat actually, not Fly, because I know that Fly's got no game. <laughs> Wait, <at all>. no, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know. What, did, he, did he try it on you before Cat? <laughs> Cat made the first move, so like. <laughs> hey, hey. Do, do elaborate. Mm. Do elaborate. Yeah, there you go. Well, I think it just comes naturally, especially these days. It's you know very hard to just, you know put the smooth moves on and drop a pickup line, especially mm. these days. But I'm um, just gonna let mm. it come naturally. I mean, because me and Cat were friends for quite a long time. Well, not quite a long. Yeah, a decent amount mm. of time. Before who, who slid, I have a question who slid into the DMs oh. <laughs> first? Who was the first one to slide into the DMs? I think it was me. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh. we, we started, we started, so we found a common interest, with, I knew which it. was Minecraft. Yeah. And we just played Minecraft like hours and hours together. Like, yeah. and it just, at one point, we, if we didn't even realize, at one point, we weren't in a public Discord and we were like in our, you know, in our own Discord and we we're playing Minecraft. Like, we weren't talking about any, we weren't talking about Minecraft and we're doing every, like, there was nothing weird happening, like, as in, like, you'd expect, like, sliding into DMs, you know, straight mm, away yeah. relationship, you know, that's the goal. But it was literally very, that's it was just goal. about Minecraft, and then suddenly we're like, wait, we like each other, you mm. know? Mm. Can I ask, you was the that... first time that you saw Fly, when was that, like, as in his video camera? Was it was on it a podcast? It was, it was podcast. It was podcast. All right, we let. All right, work. We, we did it. We did it. <laughs> we claim credit. She I'm saw him right and she here. was like, "Look at that to face." Minecraft yeah, yeah. Well, that cultivated the relationship. Secondary, secondary credit. But know, you know what? You hear Fly's voice and you're like, enough. "Ugly boy, ugly boy," and then you see him and you're like, "Oh, here we go." Oh. <laughs> I mean, I slid into his DMs after I. Yeah, most of us did after podcasts. What were you going to ask Spicy as well? <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, um, I, I wanted to touch a little bit on. So you cut out a lot question. then? You want to touch a little oh, bit sorry. on? I, I wanted to touch on the whole relationship um, thing a little bit when it comes to socializing. Um, uh, do you mind if we roll into that a little bit instead yeah, of that's what, the next question? That's what I meant for yeah, yeah, yeah. this question kind of goes um, into I wanted, I wanted especially to touch on um, sliding into DMs. I put, sorry, just so you guys know, I put sexual relationships <laughs> because I wasn't sure actually how to word it. Yeah. If you know, do you guys know, like, you can't be like, um, like, how do you, how do you word that? Like, you don't want to be a friend. You you want to be more than friends with this person. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. It's, just, it's not yeah, just going to be like, exclusive. Like, intimate. Intimate. Yeah. intimate. Why, yeah, why yeah. are you making it so weird? It's <laughs> well, that, I was like trying to think of the word and uh, I, I lived blanking for the last couple of days trying to think of the word. But So that's why the sexual is in bracket. In, yeah. It's been a while yeah. for you, we know. Chat, that's actually um that's the line man that's the line that's the line um but yeah i wanted to talk a little bit about uh sliding into dms because i know that like um especially women struggle with this so much uh online that it's like almost ungodly the like literally the amount of i would say almost not all not all of them 90 percent of the girls that 
follow or see have uh follow on twitter at some point have done a post about people being weird in their dms like guys being weird in their dms Mm. um is there is there like an appropriate way to do that or is it kind of one of those things where it's just like it's actually so far outside of the social like it's not socially legitimate to do that at all it's not the way to meet women you know is sliding into dms which i personally am, am more about like I, I think that I go down the line more of like you should not be trying to meet women in that way. It's kind, of, it's weird. Yeah, it depends on like where like you're from. Yeah, yeah, it's respect I for think, me. I think personally, girls that do po- make posts like this, I suppose they have a lot of followers. I don't know if they do work hmm. or not, but you know they they are they they have a lot of time on that uh, website. And they know that they're big on that website, so obviously they're higher. They have their standards pretty high, and if you don't meet their expectations, they obviously shut you down, think you're weird straight away. Yeah, mm. that's the thing. That's that's literally it. If you don't look the way, because they all they have is a picture of them. Yeah, and then that one line they send they send you. You can be as nice as you want. <coughs> mm. The the the. the like the smoothest you want, as long as you don't, you know, look the part because people like that are literally only looks like. Yeah. That's, that's my the first experience. time I've ever heard that kind of like yeah. the way that things go and that like sheds a whole new light because sometimes you think, oh, like, you know, these guys are all just like so, so weird and stuff weird. like that. But then you look at, yeah. you know, if they post a screenshot of the message, just, like, hey, how's your day? Hey, hope you're having a good time. It's just like, yeah. she okay. wants like, more than anyone can give because yeah. Yeah, these people aren't. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not. I'm not necessarily talking about sliding into that. I like because like because obviously if you if you're online and you're starting to like, there's some sort of relationship there. Like it's not just yeah. like completely out of the blue. Like they follow you or they've interacted with you a little bit on Twitch or something like that. Sending someone a message being like, "Hey, how are you?" Like whatever. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like no, inherently wrong with that. But I think that there is like a great amount of people that don't slide into DMs like that. They slide into DMs like with a dick pic, or they slide into your DMs <laughs> no, with like slide into the DMs slide into the DMs with like with like baby baby I want to dick you down. Actually, or it, like it, that, it, it totally know? baffles my mind that people be like bang, and then and do they really think? Like girls in my oh my goodness. There's no like, there's no uh, like uh, give me it. There's no person. It's complete you're completely removed from any <laughs> yeah. personal thing. You can't do that in public. Like and they know that for a fact. But that entire like immorality of it is removed. But yeah. then I've got like two so, topics on like two ways to address that. There's like I have my... a very contrasting story though. Go on, sorry. My Go friend on. got like there's a dating app called Hinge and she's on it and she got a message from someone that literally said 100% wood rail. And she <laughs> laughed at that. She laughed at that. She was just like, oh, ha, ha, ha. That's so funny yeah. because she found the guy attractive. That's how it worked. <laughs> yeah. We can go all the way back yeah. to treat others how you'd like to be treated. But she found that funny. She found yeah. that acceptable. She could send that to anyone else. They'd find it funny, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Like they went on a date after he said that. So it's yeah. purely like if you can... If you can hack it, like if you can take that kind mm, of yeah. banter, then sure, go ahead. But some you people, like, you never know, yeah. you know, yeah. you never know what people are going to accept as a slide. I guess if you're well, super like, attractive, you can get away. You got with the anything. psychological aspect of it all. Like my good mate, like his brother, he's meeting his girlfriend at the moment. He's 18 now, I think, and she lives in Melbourne. 
she sent him a random like friend request. I don't even think they have a mutual friend, like yeah. on Facebook. It's so sus because like in our generation, like you can't send someone just a DM. Like I can't even fathom like it's building a connection like that. But like he legit, she sent him a message out of him on Facebook. He's like four years older than him as well, which just doesn't make any sense. But yeah, they have been talking for like two years now. And then she's flying over to actually talk to them. They've done like face chats and stuff. So it's not cap, it's just not complete bullshit, which makes no mm. sense to me. Like how did she even know like he's the one that she wanted to talk to out of everyone? And he's also four years younger than her and mm. still in high school when she sent him a message, which is like 22 years old. Mm. Like what the hell is happening? Mm. But then yeah. like it comes down to like, as Cal was suggesting, like the physical aspect. And like if you speak to someone, especially from a female perspective, they analyze you if that's in person or over the internet. The immediate biological like way that it's processed is like, can I trust this person? Is he safe? Is he going to do any harm? <laughs> and like where you guys met online playing Minecraft, you were able to see the fly. Like he's not, he's a good bloke. He's not he's playing his little papa down into the lava. Like he's not being destructive <laughs> in games. <laughs> he's going to yeah. kill the poor doggo. So you're like, oh, he's a good bloke. Wait, yeah. no, that's, you don't know. You don't know. No, but like <laughs> you, you get to see, like you get to meet him as a person. You get to like drop down your barriers. Like, okay, he's a good person. Mm. and then you can yeah. conceive as much as you can but if someone just comes into your chat immediately or like the first time i'm at work i can't just walk up and then start punching him or something like anyone is going to assess like is this person safe can i trust them can i let him in closer to me mm. and then it's it's different because even from females like males are predominantly higher than you like they're taller than you so we're more intimidating and we're physically stronger just biologically so there's a lot more of assessment like primitively that goes back to that where like you have to make sure like are we a good person? Are we there to be good and take care, or are we there to just be terrible and so, like so d- destroy? What you're saying, what you're saying is that you want that that it's it, it it's not your the your chance of success sliding into someone's DMs with like a brutal message or whatever yep. is is really low, and it's better to just try to be friendly and be friends yeah right that's how i that's how i would go about it i would never ever send someone because like that's their first impression of you as well if you send them a dick pic or if you send some nasty like opening line yeah when they say oh yeah no like when we met you sent me like a dick pic like that doesn't sound good like you know in my opinion i wouldn't like like you know my future girlfriend be hey we met because I liked your penis. Like that doesn't, that doesn't <laughs> like real sit with me. How'd you meet mum and dad? Oh, yeah, I like that. Uh, oh, he had a, yeah. He sent me a dick pic. Yeah. Look, I'm sending a so, dick pic and someone they're going to marry. There's definitely like a line where like, obviously that stuff can come because you find a you know, connection and then you get to that point. But from like, you can't skip all the, you know, the finding out favorite color, finding yeah. out what animal you like, you know, yeah. finding out if you're free next Tuesday, blah, blah, blah. Like all that kind of stuff needs to come before like yeah. a Small lot things of are important. They're very, very important. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, this kind of drags into the other thing that I put there on intimate mm. relationships uh, is I wanted, I'm, I'm calling it the friend zone fallacy mm. and like the amount of times, especially as a dude, it's like, it's vilified being in a girl's friend zone. And yep. it's like, oh, like, um, if you're, if she's like a good friend of yours, then like, there's no chance of anything sexual happening there. And I don't mm. think that's true at all. I think yeah. that it's like, that you should be aiming for that first. I think and then- you, um, I, I disagree. Cause I think you should be friendly. Definitely. 
but I think that there is, and you, maybe Kat can correct me if you're, if you're wrong, but there's a point where you're, I feel like maybe Kat and Fly had um, relatively flirtatious um, like banter going on probably a lot of the time. And I think um, you have to keep the, it's almost like an option. Like you're, you're, you could be a dating option or you, or you, you can fall into this friend option at like girls who I have, who are my friends have told you me like this. keep up to date. You got to keep them yeah. like clued in that you're not just kind of like, yes, step yes. back kind of thing. You yeah. got to like, yeah. well, yeah. no, no. Cause I'm, I'm not saying that like, um, I'm not saying that you are like from the very get go wanting to make a move. You know, I'm not saying, cause like, yeah, like yeah. that doesn't, that doesn't always happen. It's not that you like no. meet someone all the time and you go, Oh my God, I'm instantly attracted to them. I want to date this person right now. But like you, sometimes you like are friend you like I've been friends with girls for like ten plus years before like then I was like uh, we kind I of think that's rare I, I think that's like, very rare real I yeah. okay all right um yeah. I think I think a lot like of the time you you're that. you you kind of get into well like the friend zone or and or you can be considered and it comes down to a little bit of um so I mean when I was dating and like um when I met my wife even um. <laughs> Like, um, I gave off a bit, a different kind of presence of like confidence and I'm like way cooler than I actually am and played it up and whatever. But, um, cause I remember like literally like three months Why after we were dating, she was like, man, I really totally thought you were way cooler than this. And I was like, gotcha. I remember where we were when she said that too. And I was like, yep, gotcha. But then, but like, I mean, but now like the relationship that we have, um, I like sacrifice a lot of um, different things for her and I wouldn't um, not that I wouldn't like um, be a nice guy if, if I was trying to date her, but I wouldn't come across as so subservient as our um, relationship changes over the years, if you know what I mean. Cause I think if you lose that um, air of um, confidence and being like um, a person who can provide security and be a, a leader or whatever, um, a lot yeah. of the time you can fall into a, a different kind of mindset for the girls. Maybe you I've can correct me, Kat. I've had that before <laughs> yeah. where a girl has actually said to me, no, you've been a friend for too long. Yeah. Wow. Like 100%. Okay, cool. She straight up said it. And I was just like, because I was like, you know, still friends with her. She'd like broken up and, you know, gotten with like two or three different, you know, boyfriends over two or three years. And, you know, you're there by her side, like being the white knight, quote unquote, um, helping her out. But I would, I'd always like, you know, make sexual jokes and you know make a make like a, a joke about us being together or like like yep. whenever we'd go out shopping or something like that i'd always pretend to hold her hand like oh you gotta pretend to be my boyfriend around public kind of kind of thing like obviously keeping that the joke in the air kind of thing like that we could be together but was that your intention like did you was your intention to become a part like an item one day or was that just it was purely just like the way that i thought you know a conversation could go like hey maybe if we started like pretending to be funny blah 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 it could get somewhere and yes i you know i did probably want to date the person at the time but yeah. after you know a year and a half of like waiting you're like oh well maybe there's not much to it so you go straight up and you like you know tell her like oh so what do you reckon like do you reckon we could work kind of thing like you obviously say in a more pleasing manner than hey let's let's date or something like that um and she just straight up said no nah, you've been my friend for too long i don't think we can Mm-hmm. And that just like solidified the the friendship, uh, the yeah, right. friend zone kind of thing. So but then like... other cases, yeah. I haven't like, I haven't like talked to these people at all. Then we meet up like ages ago. I've known them for like four or five years, um, have good chats. And then one night we got really drunk 
we you know got together and then now that we're a thing after that because yeah. we just had to break that kind of barrier mm. so we'll it's that. like it is a thing in my mind the friendship the friend zone is a thing um but it's different to everyone because like yeah, you might okay. not have the same chances to make the same moves with the people yep. that have different opinions on the friend zone well that's what i'm kind of getting at is like yeah i get i get i'm getting to the point now where i'm thinking okay maybe maybe it's situational maybe everybody's different and and every relationship is different but i've definitely had the experience where it's like there's no there's no point that there's at, at no point did i feel ever that like okay like i couldn't like make a move if i wanted to you know what i mean like that yeah. I've, I've definitely had a girl that i was i was interested i like i i was like attracted to her right but um yeah. i what was his was, name <laughs> <laughs> but i was dating someone at the time <laughs> and and so it was just not okay. But like, that didn't mean that like we were working together and it wasn't okay <laughs> for us to be friendly and yep. but it was all platonic and mm. whatever. But then like years and years down the track, like, oh, I'm not with this person anymore. And, and like, we're, we're still friends and every now and then we don't like, we're not like besties kind of thing. But mm, like, yep. I think that it doesn't, there's no point in, there's no, I don't, I didn't, what I was trying to get at is there's no point where you can't, try make a friendship into like a intimate relationship yeah if that's what you want yeah. or at least broach the topic and then potentially be rebuffed but like that happens anyway yeah. if you did it like when you first met yeah. you know and you're like oh i kind of want to do something yeah. here and they're like no you know so like i, I agree think but it, i think with a lot of people it, you could totally lose your, your chance and you could be put into okay. that so. it's very yeah, yeah right. i agree with like it's rare but it yeah. can happen it like, can happen. it's 100 yeah. percent possible to kind of jump from being the friend and then you know things happen really quickly and then mm. you can kind of yep. get out um but in saying that like but, is it yeah and like slow yeah, literally just said it's so a bit of a gamble to you can mess up the friendship like you can yeah. um if, oh yeah sometimes too. like you know you talk about it and then they kind of like yeah and that's they, it. they swerve you big time yep. and they yep. kind of like don't speak to you and then you start like losing contact because you've been too keen after they've given you an answer that you may or may not have accepted yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel like gone gone. Like, sorry, I was just gonna say, especially when you're younger, I feel like like in high school, like when I was attracted to a friend, just the consequences if it didn't go well was a yeah. massive turn off. It was just you know a lot of the time it just wasn't worth it. Mm. Yeah. It never is. Totally. Yeah. I get that. I want to say like a fresh might be able to touch on this as well, but I got my partner, especially now we've been together for like two years, mm. and you start you not necessarily friends but your intentions are different like you have completely different intentions and even when meeting my partner i just came out on a massive relationship i was convinced this is the one person for me it didn't end well at all in then in then like six months it was a very quick relationship and it was just like that little little roller coaster and then when i met my partner now there was no intention of being a f like any more than a friend it was just like oh you're another person that's in my life and you have a good influence on me and wanting me to do more there was no sexual attraction there was none of like I want to achieve this with you, and then you don't see it as a friend, and you stop seeing it as like okay, there's a relationship here. It's just something that's it's just someone that's there. Mm. You you remove the sex in a sense, especially now, even now, like all my friends and people that I interact with now, there's you don't consider that as like, okay, this is a viable option in the future. I might have a relationship with this, or I might have to watch the way I interact because what if I want something to happen in the future? So yeah. that's, that's completely removed when you're in that mindset, regardless if you're in a relationship or not. If you're in that mindset where you see everyone as um, equal in that sense, where there's no male or female, it's like you're a friend or you're not a friend. 
mm-hmm. when you just see that and you're you're not really looking for a partner. Mm. Um, that changes as well when like seeing the friend zone, so to say, mm, if that makes yeah. sense. Maybe I've uh, like I don't really the friend zone doesn't apply to me because I'm so attractive. That's probably um, probably what I'm experiencing. I'd sleep with you. I was just talking about how you're friends with someone with a girl for 10 years. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, took you 10 years to treat them mean, keep them keep. Well, it took took six years. The quest is worth it 10 years. (laughs) Yeah, Um, the loot's going to be so good after this. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Should we get into some more questions? Yeah, yeah. All right, let's do it. Um, Good stuff, guys. Um, So. Speedway asks, so I'm 16. I have a question. Do we think high school students should start finding girlfriends to have better social skills or not? Um, yes, to like better communicate with someone. Is I reckon like way? girlfriends as a friend, that's a girl, but not girlfriend as a partner that you want to yeah. be with. Mm. Because especially in high school, you have no idea what the hell you want to be. No mm. idea. Well, the majority of people I've encountered. Yep. I'm 23 now. I'm only like generally finding a a vague direction of where I want to go. Yeah. Anyway, at that age, you want to experiment and find out like, I do like this, I don't like that. But you don't want to go through like the pain of losing someone that's, that means a lot to you. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot yeah. of people in, in high school that's where true. I didn't want a girlfriend. I wanted the idea of having a girlfriend to finish totally. the school. Mm. And then that sacrificed a very, very good friendship that I had. Mm. Because I was like, no, you're like, you're a very good friend to me. Oh wait, I need a I need a girlfriend because everyone else has a girlfriend. Let's be boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, and that yeah. just didn't end well. So I like I like yeah, though, I don't, I don't that I like how you clarified that like you should they should you should still be aiming to like be friendly and be friends with some yep. girls because totally. it's good to it's really important to not lock yourself into not interacting with women at all because mm. then you get into this situation where you're kind of getting out of school and you're finding out who you are and you are attracted to people and you might want to get into a relationship then mm. but yep. you don't you haven't developed the skills or you're awkward around women or yeah. all that kind of thing so it's I think it's really important to yeah. still try to aim for female re- mm. like friendships it's good to know how to be friends with girls as well and not only try and quest them that's that's yeah. pretty exactly. well you know no matter what yeah. type of the yeah. Relationship, you have to, yeah, definitely, yeah, because and that, that's an important distinction. Grow up in because I know a lot of like, um, kind of preemptive experience is from having, um, like co ed schools or single sex schools. Mm. So, yeah, I grew up in so my whole schooling life, I was at an all boys school, so oh, I went wow. to two schools, both of them all boys. Damn, I didn't have many female friends i guess the only ones that i had were family friends and cousins mm. and whatnot but the majority of the people that i met were, was after school and i knew i was behind because people would like you have that anxiety to talk to girls because you've never talked to girls mm. that much before in your life because you went to school for you know 12 yep. years and you didn't speak to a single girl while you're at school mm. would you, you say never that had kind of stunted yeah, you a bit yes 100 percent, 100 percent. i was so how old are you now louis but I'm only 21. I'm only yeah. 21. I'm still young. I haven't had a lot of, like, you know, I don't have as much experience as a you or Wope or something like that. Yeah. Um, so experienced. But there's <laughs> 10 years of experience. <laughs> yeah. But there's, um, yeah, but there was a different, like, kind of way that I would hang around girls. Like, when I went yeah. to parties and yeah. stuff like that, at, at, like, after schools and stuff like that, you'd see all the all the guys that had girlfriends and had, a group of girl like friends that were girls around them and they would you know definitely yep. talk to them i'd have one girl come up to me and i'd freak out i'd be like oh, sh- oh shit what do i do do i smell bad what do i do what do i look at her <laughs> so like i don't understand it's yeah. so like awkward to have that like 
little, I don't know, expectation to mm. how they're going to speak yeah. to you because you don't have any other experience. You don't know what they're going to say to you because you have never experienced it. But now out of school and I guess the person that I am, I can easily talk to most people without having mm. anxiety yeah. or having to worry about what they think of me because, um, you know, I guess it's just the way that I was brought up and the way that I would talk to my mates and stuff like that. It's just kind of transitioned over and you kind of like tweak things when you talk to people. Would you say that was um, like ex- like practicing um, and experiencing? Practicing, yes. Okay. I talk in the mirror every day. <laughs> like, hey, babe, what's going on? Um, no, um, I, I don't think I would. I wouldn't call myself like someone that was like super smooth, but the people that I talked to never like, you know, they didn't like, oh, get away from me kind of thing. Like they yeah. always accepted me when I'd talk to them and I'd always like be in a, a place in the relationship where I could make jokes about them or make jokes with them and it'd be kind of like acceptable mm. for me I to think, make those yeah. jokes. Yeah, I think a key part was that if it's if you're not comfortable, you haven't, you didn't grow up with a lot of contact of the opposite sex, mm. Yeah, it's about, you know, feeling the other person's... Um, uh, Personal space. Mm. Yeah. Personal Massive space is a huge Massive. thing. Yeah. That's why I never understood as well why people chase after people if they're obviously not interested. That's why mm. I never understood the whole thing, people getting attached to someone who's obviously not interested. Yeah. Or like you convincing yourself that eventually they'll like you. Mm. But if, you know, it's uh, that whole thing, it's if they're physically you know moving away from you in that yeah. sense like if they're moving away from you through text or at a party or something that, like that you know it just it's because they understand you. they're just gonna get more creepy and creepier yeah. and creepier yeah. that's that's <laughs> then that's yeah. it yeah. even and if that's you're something a girl that, mm. i've 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 done I, when i was like younger my first boyfriend was actually uh from <laughs> from our church which is really weird, but <laughs> that was like one of those awkward ass twelve-year-old uh, relationships where you don't mm. really hang out and then like, yeah. but you're and your girl and your hey, boyfriend. you're my boyfriend now. And it's like, oh, oh look, it's him over there. You're Let's not bring them up. <laughs> like, and it's stuff like that. And it's like, um, I I once liked a boy that I I wanted to you know I wanted to hang out with, and um, because I see he saw him walking past my house sometimes, and I know that he like lived down the road. Yeah. And like we know each other from because the same it was the same sex um, intermediate school. I don't know if you guys know that it's like a it's like a school before yeah. you go to high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, okay. that I know him from there, sort of thing. So I, it wasn't a total stranger that lived down the road. Um, yeah. He I just started messaging him, and he kind of just like didn't message back, sort of thing. Like he and I yeah. got really upset because I thought, you know, what's wrong with me? That type of thing. Don't mm. don't overthink it. Obviously, don't. That's it's, yeah. it's hard. Not it's hard to cope with that when you're younger because you haven't been through that. Yeah. But don't <sighs> overthink. Don't Coming to the realization that when other not... people don't like you, don't overthink yeah. what they think of you. Just yeah. Yeah. keep moving. Yeah. It's a hard thing. Like... The... Go on, sorry. Go. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Go on. You go. You go. Oh, <laughs> so what I wanted to say is like exactly what you're saying there is like yeah, don't overthink it and don't like compromise your values. That's yeah. a massive thing. Like know who you are, even though you still don't know until you're older on. Like 
you have to get that over experience. Um, but what I would like to just recommend, uh, like I'm a massive on reading. I like learning from other people's mistakes. That's a big thing, like who I identify as a person. Um, if you're still there, Speedy, I would recommend a book called How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yeah, Read totally. that now. Mm. It's, if it doesn't make sense, read it every year or two. Um, it's like one book I always go back to. It has influenced hundreds of other books. That's mm. always like a new version. So mm. you'll always, like if that's too um, in detail, like if it, it's not really fleshed out, I mean, like it's very big words and like it's like direct and how to do it. Mm. If that doesn't make sense, find another one. There's like a million different mm. versions of about it. But yep. that book has like purely just so completely good. changed who I am as a person. Yeah. This one sorry, called just in the digital the age. Question. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So just to get back to the question, we all kind of agree that you probably don't know who you are. There are situations where you could be potentially getting a girlfriend, but at that age, you don't really know who you are or where you're probably better not to go for yeah. that. Um, but yeah. it is really good to for your social skills to aim to be friends with girls and learn how to interact with the opposite yeah, sex. Yeah, I think it's also Definitely. good to remember that um, if when you get into a relationship, you either break up with that person eventually or you end up staying with them for your whole life. There's only two options. And two if you're getting into relationships just to practice your social skills and you know you're going to break up, eh, might not be such a nice thing to do to girls, I would think. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, why unless are you into a it's like reciprocated, unless yeah. they obviously know. Because like, yeah. like some of my friends, they like, it's very weird. they go in like, because we can almost touch into, I wouldn't call this less a relationship, but like, you know, like friends with benefits, like relationships that are just for enjoyment and they know they're not going to last. And mm. then that kind of like the dissipates. Wife. Yeah. It yeah. kind of dissipates. Um, like in saying that like some relationships like don't last, but that's okay. Mm. Yep. Yeah. You're doing yourself a disservice if you go into any relationship expecting it to end. Oh, yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Well. Yeah, yeah. But if um, you know, if like, yeah. Yeah. Should we, we move on to, to another question? Next? All right. Yeah. So, Next one, we got two left. Uh, first one, B Squad. As streamers like yourselves, how do you deal with the social pressure of being full-time social streamers and have you felt overwhelmed socially and want to just hide in a cave sometimes? How do you deal with the social <laughs> pressures you experience day to day? Bit off topic, I know. Sorry, <laughs> but I thought I'd throw it out there. Yeah. I mean, it's, yep. yeah, it's kind of on topic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know I know that I definitely have felt the that it's... It is a lot sometimes and it depends on the stream and it depends on the interactions. Like sometimes it's a lot of social interaction. It's too much for me, but mm. this is the thing is like, everybody's different. You know, you've got introverts and extroverts. Everybody's somewhere on that kind of spectrum of being able to cope with lots and lots of um, social interactions or being able to cope with very little before they're drained. And so yep. um, every, every streamer will be different and it always depends on, it will depend on a myriad of things. How many people are in the chat? types of interactions they're having so yep. i don't think it's a, like a rule that you can like lay down for every single streamer and say oh it's going to be exactly like this like it's every streamer at some point is going to enter into like go in and retreat into their cave you know yep. because they're they're overwhelmed or whatever i think that everybody's different and uh yeah everybody's different and, and it comes and goes i've i've definitely had nights where i've been like i've got off stream and been like oh mm. man that was a lot you know yeah. and then other streams that are like way more intense socially i've gotten off and been like "Woo, mm. damn like that was man i'm pumped you know mm, like yeah. so everybody reacts differently and I, I don't think there's one that you can apply to anybody mm. with that kind of thing yeah i definitely agree with that like i can also touch on that as well where at this with my stream i'm still trying to find like what type of streamer i want to be I'll only be doing it for like seven months mm. and at first i'm like i love playing video games i want to talk to people and play video games with more people but mm. i 
as I'm going through it, it's the same thing as in high school where you're trying to find your friend group in that sense. Where in the beginning, I'm like, oh, I see a ninja. I want to be hyper. I want to be interactive and funny and try and be comedic throughout my entire like four or five hours. Mm-hmm. But one, that's not my personality. I can't sustain that. It doesn't work. I get tired and I don't enjoy it as much. And it's, it's a massive thing and it comes down to the thing where you have to become comfortable with the numbers in that sense. So I've completely turned off. I don't know how many viewers I have, whether I have 500 <coughs> or zero. Like I do not care because I don't see the numbers. Um, because in, I, I don't know about you guys, but back in like school or even like a couple years ago, when you get your text messages, if you wake up in the morning and there's not one message or like in the afternoon, you didn't get any messages, you you valued yourself on that. Like or on Instagram, where you don't get enough likes or mm. on Snapchat, someone doesn't respond back. Like you need that feedback from someone else. And it's very important for me personally, like on Twitch to have that self-worth. Like if no one watched me tonight, that's okay. I still had fun. I still enjoyed myself. You have to have that self-worth in yourself. Mm. Um, mm. I feel that's very crucial and not just Twitch, but in anything that you do in a social interaction. Mm. Yeah. 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 Um, but at that, and at the same time, I don't think that you should, I don't think should, we should care, you know, like yeah. around whether streamers get worn out or not. Like if they send a message and they say, Hey, I'm not going to stream. Cool. No problem, man. Like do whatever you need to do. Mm. And it's like, it's when people, it's the, the only problem with that thing in terms of the social interaction there and them getting worn out or whatever is when their viewers potentially get upset with them for not streaming. And if that mm. ever happens, that is like... They're the people you don't want in your stream. Yeah, because the yeah. people that don't give you your personal space and know that, you know, your life isn't 100% life, About them. Yeah. Um, then those are the people that can, you know, can, can, can suffer. They can, you know, they can take, you know, two or three days without your stream because, you know, mm. you know they're not... Kids don't get they're that. They're not... Yeah. All right, why aren't you streaming? Ah. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah, are you going to stream? When are you going to stream? When are you going to stream? I honestly really, really look forward to um streaming and like, because it's yeah. like you, it's like going to like a house and like have, see all your friends for the day. Yeah, like, it's a yeah. community. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. And it's the community uh, that you make as well, because I know some people that they like streaming because the community is very grateful. The community like knows and they want to like you know what's going on with them and they know to like. Um, kind of give them the space that they need when they need it. But then I know some people that hate streaming because all the viewers are just really toxic and they <laughs> just want to do, um, they just want to make jokes and they just want to play games and like, yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's also like it's not it's like oh you need to like take a break. You just need to make it better for yourself sometimes if mm. you have a better community. Yeah, yeah. Cultivate mm. that community. 100%. Good. All right. Last question. Um, peer pressure. Uh, my friends were sexually active from a young age and people assumed I was too. Lost a lot of friends and got disrespected daily because I was judged on who I hung out with and assumed to be a S word. This was not the yeah. case. My friends pressured me every weekend to be sexually active. Be- my oh, My friends pressured me every weekend to be sexually active because I was the only one that had not slept with anyone and was judged yep. for still being a virgin when it wasn't uh, a big deal and people would like me more. This was my limit. I never gave into the pressure. Do you guys think give into peer pressure more? Or do you think guys give into peer pressure more than females? I, I think, think so. it's the opposite. Like, oh, okay. um, feel like for females, they're very, they're by nature more emotional. Like they're in touch with their emotional sides, and they can relate to it a lot quicker. So it's easier. And women are like, in my experience, females are like very, very smart and like emotionally. Like if you want to hurt someone, you can hurt them 
and like scar them for the next like generation or two mm. easily we're like boys like we don't have that mental battle we don't have that mental capacity to like i'm gonna mess with this guy to peer pressure him into doing this the worst we can do is like keep egging him on and there's enough that do it then he'll give in if mm. not he'll walk away we're like females are like very smart in the way they very carefully choose their words in manipulating people and that's my personal experience so that's probably not for everyone but no, mm. our personal experience and like yeah females are just very carefully worded in the way they put mm. situations in. So you have yeah, to have no. that good environment. Um, you have to know that your friends that are peer pressuring you is for something good, not bad. I yeah. think it depends on personality. It doesn't yeah. depend on sex. Yeah, no, 100%. It does not depend on sex. That's you what have, I, agree. I agree with I that. I think well. boys get peer pressured way more than girls mm. because you've got your group of boy friends, like boy group yeah. friends. Mm. And boy friends. you've got like, two people and against one person it's like the boys you know and you scream at them and then you're mm. like and then like they're has waiting. anyone ever heard of odds on <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. That oh like no that's so bad that's so peer, bad peer pressure yeah and it's yeah. like yeah it's like well i've already i've said odds on so now you need you yeah, have exactly. to do it. And then yeah. always... that single word that someone says, odds on, like yeah. single, like that, Two words, it but... doesn't, it has no backing. Yeah. There's no like, <laughs> like previous, like huge story that you have to tell <laughs> someone. Someone can literally say, odds on you jumping into that pool with your yeah. clothes on and you find it in your pocket. And you People have to give go, odds. Gotta do like, it. Gotta do it. Like, you, you have odds to do it. And, and, and you say, you say, I, well, I'm not doing that. And they say, go, oh, no, I'm just gonna like jump with my $800 phone in the pool. Like, it's broken only because someone said, odds on. Like, yeah, and like, you know oh, why did you break your phone? Like, he said, odd, odds on. I had to. Like, like literally, whenever someone said odds to, odds to me, I always say, well, I'm not doing that. And then they say, they say, too late. I've already said odds. And when, if for some reason, whenever they say that, I I give them a nod. I give them the odds. <laughs> I literally, and it's weird. It's weird because I don't even think of it as peer pressure. That's so. But funny. like, I give them the odds, and sometimes I'll give them like a ridiculous odds. Like I'll be like, oh, okay, yeah. if like, it's some things like that you know, you ten can't million. Do, you're you like, know, like yeah. What what now? Tim. What are you going to say now? I gave the odds. Boosh. You yeah. know, but but that was totally. Um, I wanted to say, and someone upon, said it in definitely chat. Definitely frowned upon. <laughs> someone said it in chat. I think it was where is it? Kelpet. Whoever questioned this is well done not giving into peer pressure. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to reiterate that 100%, especially 100%. in high school. So like my thing, and this is why I, um, I definitely butted heads with a few people, um, especially people that were more probably more, uh, more likely to bully me, was that I would never, ever be peer pressured into anything. Mm. So yeah. it was like, mm. like and, and, and I think that that, caused me to become the source of a lot of bullying because a lot of bullies didn't like that like challenge for authority kind of thing where it's like oh well, wait i can't get this guy to do what i want you know like um and oh dang so, um and, but like it never do something ever that you don't want to do you i know? think that it's um, okay it's okay to give in if it's something that you want to do you know and like they can be like oh like we made you do it if, like, but like as long as harmless. you did it because you wanted to do it yeah well i actually I mean, think... as long as it's harmless i mean make your own decisions like if it's to commit a crime and you make the decision to commit a crime then uh, you made the decision you know yep already won't know there's no free will like we talked about this but um uh, I think it's uh, less about personality and more about your support network that you have. So I think you've got a very good family support network and have like sure. an intrinsic personal value and self-worth that comes from that. So you don't need that affirmation from yeah. um, people outside. Also, also, I think as well, coming touching on my family that I'm like, I'm really good friends with and I have quite a big family, even in times when I might not have been gelling with people and had a little bit less of a friendship group outside of my family, I still had a big group a big family that i could hang out with and really enjoy yeah. hanging out with 
you know, so I didn't feel the negative connotations of having no friends as much. Yeah, exactly. When yeah, you have that support massive, network yeah. at home, and you have that that um that just that worth, it's it makes a huge mm. difference. And I, especially I like that, that's um, terrible, like to be in that situation. Sorry for like yeah, for Licky, yeah. like to put in that situation, especially peer pressure for like eating two burgers in like one bite. That's one thing. Peer pressure for like a major life decision, like every weekend. That's yeah. horrific. Like yeah, you yeah, don't want to exactly. be in that environment. Yeah. Yeah. Man friends. And, that, and that's true because all, especially with odds on it's never mm. it's never something like that it's like oh yeah it's never going to be and what it's never going to be odds on going and giving your virginity to that yeah. dude it's over like there, a life you know? situation yeah um yeah. it's never going to be that the it's guys be are the, odds like, on you eating this thing I that s- fell on the floor i still think yeah. the, the the guy the pack mentality that guys have is just crazy like the difference between um. what one young boy will do is yeah. it, compared to what 10 young boys will do together is crazy like they will commit yeah. crimes they'll odds on they so commit stupid. crimes like, and like with, it's crazy yeah oh i was just gonna say i feel like for guys obviously the pressure is a lot worse but also the consequences for the actions after a lot less yeah mm-hmm. maybe especially for girls it's a lot yeah. quite emotionally girls a lot worse yeah. yeah i agree i feel like potentially the things that um you're getting peer pressure into doing uh also or like i feel like sometimes especially because of that like joking atmosphere it sometimes comes from a place of like positive social interactions with guys whereas like with girls quite a lot of the time i think that it comes from places of like negative social interactions where it's like a, a negative yep. peer pressure rather than like a positive peer pressure Do you know what i mean mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah i get that potentially so instead of it being like a joking around like hey jump in the pool it's like hey i dare you to like um message this person something mean like mm. it's yeah very basic yeah. but like yeah, it yeah. revolves around it revolves around bullying. like emotions and bullying yeah more yeah, than it does with dudes yeah. yeah do you mind if i just quickly clarify like like i didn't mean to be offensive in the beginning saying like because i what but the yeah. point i was trying to get across is like i feel so bad because females like they get in my personal opinion like they get a lot more peer pressure than guys do mm-hmm. so it's not like they give him more it's just like there's a lot more of that where guys mm-hmm. are like it's their back to pack mentality mm-hmm. and then sooner or later they'll start a poker figure swinging on you they'll go on to the next person mm-hmm. but like I, f- I just feel like i feel for the girls like they get a lot more mm-hmm. or in my experience right. i just feel like it's very harsh for them good clarifications and yeah. i think cat mm-hmm. is but that's all right you need online so you never need to see her again <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Look at her face. She's just like, whatever. <laughs> Don't speak for me. Whatever, mate. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all our questions, guys. That's all our topics. Awesome. Um, we are a little bit over time, like 20 minutes-ish. So shall we start uh, uh, wrapping it up? That's bullying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, last thing we got to do is rate our beers because oh, we yep. got back. Yep, real Beer quickly. Beer review. Finish one. Oh, that, was that was a bad hard. one. No, that wasn't as good as. You did give us a warning, mate. There was no that warning. Came out of nowhere. Yeah, it came yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, you weren't expecting it, so it was pretty good considering that. Expecting. I was like, I'm going to roll. Yeah, the drum is. Oh, yeah, go, sorry, right. I'm going to roll into mine first. Um, so uh, I had the Four Seasons Lager by Rocky Ridge Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. Um, so lagers are something that for years and years and years I always just associated with piss, right? Like it was just. <laughs> gross disgusting beer that i like i drank because it was always around everybody had some and um i just wasn't i just wasn't into it and i got to a point where i was like lagers i hate lagers and this beer actually um i've, I've had it before but i wanted to review it so i got it again um is 
the first lager that I've drunk that I've actually like no word of a lie loved. Like I love this drink. So the whole idea behind Rocky Ridge, they're like um they're they're adding a like a few hops and stuff to their be uh to their lagers and it's a little bit more like fruity and floral, but it's not an ale, mm. it's still a lager. But there's just so much flavor and depth in it that um you're drinking it and you're not like this tastes just like gross. Mm. You're drinking it and you're like, there's actually flavors there and there's things coming through and I'm really enjoying it. So um, I definitely recommend it 100%. If you haven't tried it, give it a try. Four Seasons Lager, Rocky Ridge. It's a big thumbs up from me. Nice. Hmm. Nice. Um, let's go to the left, Louis. 10 out of 10. Heineken yeah. is the best beer I've ever <laughs> will taste. Really? Not, not changing your mind. I love <laughs> the taste. I could yeah. drink it forever. There's nothing wrong with it. Get yeah. around it. Nice. <laughs> Mayo, what were you drinking? Mayo? Um. I don't drink beer because I can't do the taste, but tonight I was having JB, some whiskey. Um, it's pretty cool. So I like it because it said it's been appointed by the late majesties, King George III, King George IV, King oh. William, oh. Queen Victoria, King Edgar. It's a royal um, be the bloody And like all this fancy stuff. And it's just like a blended a scotch whiskey of a bunch of old whiskeys mixed together. But it's quite good. It tastes a lot like um, American honey. Like the wild turkey, American honey. American honey is very nice. That's nice to establish in 1749. And yeah, definitely rate it. Would recommend. I thought you said JD before. Yeah. And then when you started saying all these like really good things, I'm like, this is Jack. Did you just have it on the rocks or? No, no, no. I had it on the Coke. On the rocks, it's a bit strong, but yeah, on the Coke. Cool. You grill cat. I'm just going to go over Louis to keep it short. Definitely a beer that. I just pick it up from the supermarket and I can just drink it and I don't have to worry about feeling sick or anything like that or feeling like, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, of the top beer, like that. uh, It's just got a nice, nice taste to it and you can definitely drink a lot of it. Is it German, Heineken? Yeah, it is. Hey, cat nose. All right. Good. Uh, Flight. Okay, so I was drinking the um, Moke Blonde. So, yeah, it's it tastes really good. It's like a um, it's got incredible depth of flavor and it's incredibly smooth. But that lasts for about four seconds because it's got this horrible aftertaste that lingers, <laughs> like you've just tongued the floor of a barn. <laughs> Seriously, it tastes like you're tonguing like a, I don't know, like a so shed like or a barn floor, <laughs> a barn. The like floor you know, of a animals, bum. A floor of a bum. You said a bum. And I was like, <laughs> the floor oh, of a bum. Is this where you're going? The floor of your bum. And then suddenly falls off a cliff and you're like, oh. So, I don't know. Okay. Awful. A bum. Not just your bum, yeah, but bum. the floor of your bum. Look, both of them work. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Fair. All right. Well, good to know that you, and, you can uh, take it. Maybe just spit it out. Um, Fresh, what do you got? I, I had the Matzo's ginger beer. Just pretty, Ooh, very, classic. very good. Like classic, standard, refreshing. Had it with some ice. It was good. Tried and tasted. Definitely better than the it's floor of a bro. bum, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, thanks thanks so much for coming, guys. Um, social skills. Uh, it's been a fun podcast. A little bit different to the topics we've done before, but... Yeah, it was it. a bit. It was a lot like to talk was, about. It was less, yeah, I feel like it was kind of cool. It was like less information-based yeah, and yeah, more yeah. like experience space which i really yeah. liked which yeah. is cool mm-hmm. all right well we'll, we'll see you um, yeah thank you everybody oh we should coming. probably like uh, say goodbye yeah and shout out so yeah, yeah sorry louis so, you're uh, up louis first oh guys uh just lewis collective pretty much on everything except for twitch um mm. yeah just post works on my graphic design and memes 
get around it. Sweet. Nice. Love a meme. Uh, Spicy. Cat? Oh, we're going cat next. Shout out to my mum for making me. <laughs> Very nice second. What a uh, spicy cat's mum. Um, yeah, spicy mayo on Twitch and everywhere else. But yeah, cool, cool. What yeah. are you streaming at the moment, spicy? At the moment, I am trying to get Red Dead Redemption, but it's not working. Oh, yeah, so yeah. probably Apex. I love battle royales. I love like going around shooting stuff. Yeah, I like nice. like strategical and action games. So not realm anymore. No, nah, it's not fun enough. Like yeah. it, there's no challenge in it. Many there's boss. only like eight people that actually play it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. not anymore. Yeah. I've, uh, yeah, Red Deb's crashing heaps of people. Yeah, heaps of people says crashing. Right. It irritates me. Yeah, that's not nice. good. Uh, Fly? Oh, I don't know. Shout out to Fresh for inviting me. <laughs> <laughs> no social Fresh with media. Double shout out. Fresh. Um, guys, follow my YouTube now. Fresh Plays Live. I'm going to start doing some YouTube streams. Jump on Mondays, on, was it? Going over behind Courage Shady. Yeah, I think Mondays I'll start doing YouTube streams. So. Nice. Um, exclamation nice. mark YouTube or Fresh Plays Live on YouTube. You can find it there. And uh, I'm Mr. Woke TV on everything. Um, and yeah, definitely hit me up. Tune in for a stream. And like um, yeah, I'm getting a stream schedule from next week. Love nice. it. Congratulations. Yeah, very cool. I'm nice. very excited. <laughs> awesome, guys. Well, thank you very much for tuning in. And uh, we'll see Thanks. you all in a couple of weeks. See you all soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.